And welcome to uh, episode 381 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Hi. How are you, Ed? I am doing well. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, do anything special this week? Not too much. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to convert more people in from, uh, you know, like, you know, using Comcast for their, you know, internet and television or in your laser television and uh, cutting the cord and, you know, work and, and other places. And, um, cause I really hate Comcast now. I, <laughs> it's, 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 it's wow. going, f- what, do they, what do they do now? Well, we, we, where I work, it's limited where you what you can get internet. You get like satellite, which is you know iffy at best. Some third party right. you know internet service that you know you got to deal with, and you know it's like I've never heard of it. You know, like I think so. You, so basically, Comcast is it, and right. I I've been having email issues with with you know sending and receiving with different uh, you know. Um, uh, co-workers uh, you know having this problem so you know I'm, I'm trying to nail it down figure this out and here you know I find out it's Comcast causing this problem and the <laughs> big shocker and there's a thing called IP addresses which I'm not going to get too complicated on but this is this is the number the identifier number that identifies you or where you are and you know like where to send basically your address in a way it's it's a four numbered sequence of, uh that you you get it's kind of like a mailing address in a way uh you know so that way you can find your mail or or or, or you know to identify where you where you're located and here it's on a blacklist so i'm like oh okay so that's our problem so i gotta i gotta wait list it basically so i have to con- contact comcast to do that for me so this started like yesterday and and you know and they're like, oh, well, you got to fill out this form, blah, blah. And I've been this through this a couple of times. So I was like, all right, I know I know what to do. So I, I fill out the form. I don't hear nothing, you know. And I'm calling and calling, you know, because it says a few hours. So I wait the few hours. It's not like I'm like one of those people that do the form and go, you know, well, it isn't fixed yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'll wait, you know. So time, like, you know, I give it plenty of time. It's still not, you know, like, hey, you know, what's what's going on? Oh, we're working on it. Okay, great, you know. You know, I, I don't try to be pushy, but then eventually it's like, you know what? It's been like six hours. Like, you know, like, can we do something here? Like, you know, like, am, where am I in line? You know, like it's something. Give me something that I, you know, be, right. you know, because other people come up to me. Is it fixed yet? Is it? And it's like, I'll tell you when it's fixed. And, you know, and of course, the people are like, no, I'm going to keep bothering you anyway. <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep asking every 20 minutes. Is it fixed yet? So finally, yet today. I get my response that there's nothing wrong with that IP address. And I'm like, I know there is. So I had to call them up and, you know, and then, and of course, you know, it's like there's level of technicians. There's apparently th- at least three levels. There might be more. I don't know. But, but I, I got through level two and level two technicians should be better than the level one technicians. I'm going to sure. say no. <laughs> <laughs> Because they they did basically the same thing. They, they you know like level tech one. If you if, I'm going to just give a brief thing about it. level tech one technicians generally are the people that you get the first front line of the phone calls if you have a problem with your your system or whatever and you call them. They're reading a script. They're they're typing in what you tell them, and then based off of that information, it comes back with oh this is what you do to fix it and da 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 you know and it's like it's usually a lot of times it's simple fixes and every once in a while there's a stumper that you. 
you know, and they'll ask you a couple questions to try and figure it out, you know, kind of thing. And they do stall tactics to, to type it in and try and, and figure it out. And eventually what's up happening is, is that, you know what? I, I, we don't know. You know, I, I asked my manager, he doesn't know either. I'm going to have to get you to a level two technician. So you're thinking, Oh, great. You know, I'm going to get somebody who like works on the system, you know, like, you know, knows the system, you know, can, can figure this out. No, no, this guy, this guy seemed more clueless than the, the first guy I talked to, you know, like he, he's right. like, he's like, he's like, what company did you call? I'm like, I'm like Comcast. I'm like, oh, okay. You know? And I'm like, wait, do you work for Comcast? Like now, now you start asking questions like, 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 why do you ask that kind of question? Like what company did you call? You know? So finally, after, you know, convincing this person, and of course it's, uh, and I, and I don't want to be this person. It has the person has a heavy accent, so you, you, you know, there's a language barrier issue, you know. So I am right. trying to use phrases that are very generic as as best I can because I know if I use specific terms like that are United States only, it's not going to translate well. So finally, right. he goes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get you to a level three technician, and I'm like, wow, there's a level three oh, technician. Oh shit, there's a level three. So, yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm excited. I'm like, all right, you know, like I'll, I'll hold, you know. And he's like, oh no, 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 <laughs> they don't talk to anybody. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I want that job. <laughs> like, wait, wait, I have to do computer work and I have to talk to nobody. Yeah, I want that job. Like, <laughs> that's that the job. Great. I want. Like, no, 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 don't, don't. Just email me what the problem is. I, I'll, I'll get back to you. We, I, I, well, it's, it's always the same. I've, I've taken all of your information. Here is your case number. It's a random set of numbers and letters, you know, kind of thing. Hold on to that case number because we're going to call you. They're going to call you and ask for that case number. Like like it's a lottery <laughs> ticket. Do you have 12755AC? Yes, you won. <laughs> what I win? <laughs> a working system. <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> so finally, you know, like they're like they're gonna call you, you know, and I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna hold my breath on this one. So you know, time goes by, never got the call, you know, and I'm like, I'll be lucky I get the call tomorrow. I'll call Bobby tomorrow afternoon and go, hey, I've got this case number, and it's it's gonna be the same thing. Like, what number do you have? Like. A what number now? A, a case number. This is this is what you guys gave me for this, you know, blah, blah. They were going to call you. Like, you know, like <laughs> that surprise, you know, like, wait, we said that? Are you sure? Did you did you mean to call Comcast? You know, like, it's like you fucking idiots. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to convert people from getting away from Comcast. So that way, you know, right. <laughs> let them let them let them lose money. Uh, I did watch. I've been I've been watching a, a series on um, Amazon Prime. Uh, there's only two episodes though so far. It's a uh, thing. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, the Pale Tourist. Um, okay. He's in different countries, um, and he does basically. It's it's funny to watch because because he's at the country and he'll talk about the country like. You know, like, imagine if, you know, I went, like, to Europe, you know, like, say, like, you know, France or whatever, and I came back and I talked about it, which is normal, you know, I make jokes or whatever, you know, make comedy out of it. 
you know, and then explain like the traditions or the uh, culture that, you know, from there and how weird it sounds and then make fun of it. He actually does it in front of the, in front of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> which which I find funny because you know like he was in Canada and he was like going through the geography like like he's a he's a comedian that does a lot of research on whatever you know wherever he's at so he sure. ends up learning a lot of things he does tour and he does um you know of course obviously because he's a comedian he does tour so he he does try their local um cuisines or their local culture and see what it's like and then that's that's his material basically. So it's just funny to watch, you know, like he was, he was first, he was in Canada and then he was in Spain and he was just, he was just making fun of these countries basically in front of their own audience, like in front, in front of their own people. And I'm like, I'm like, this is, that's like the ultimate joke in itself. <laughs> cause you, cause you know, he's really, he's really playing to the camera. He's not really looking at the camera and like going, hey, hey, like he's talking to the people, but you know, he's talking to the people that are watching it on Amazon Prime. Right. <laughs> so I thought that was funny, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, so that's pretty much, yeah. And I said, it was a very late week. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been going back and forth on Pluto watching, uh, um, Star Trek next generation, uh, reruns. Cause it's, cause every once in a while, like you, you, you see an episode like, Oh, I haven't seen that episode in years. Like, you know, like, wow, like that's amazing. You know, like I forgot all about this episode or, uh, right. they've, they've been running a, a James Bond. Um, they have a James Bond channel on the Pluto, uh, TV app that I've been watching, you know, and it's just, of course it's all the way up, I think till, uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan, uh, uh, Bond. And, uh, but it's, it's, you know, like some of the movies, it's like, you know, I, I always like, there's a scene, you know, like we were talking about never say never again about, uh, you know, it was your favorite movie. And I said, Oh, it's about the girl from, you know, they mentioned Philadelphia and I just happened right. to turn on. And that was the scene that was, you know, as I turned on, I was like, Oh, this is that scene. Like, that's so funny. So, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's pretty much me. How about you? What, uh, what have you been doing this past week? Uh, I have been still going through the, Superman marathon of movies. Okay. Uh, the old Chris, old Chris Reeves movies. Um, I, I, fi- I did finally finish the other two Superman three and Superman four since <laughs> we last talked. And, and there's a moment like you go, okay, the first one was great. The second one, the theatrical version was great. I watched the Dick Donner version. And I'm like, okay, I see where he was going with it. There's a lot of stuff that was cut out, like I, I like to for those people the comparison in the theatrical version where Superman uh, peels off his S and and throws it at Nod, I believe his name is Zod. Um, no, 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 it's the, the three of them. It's not. He, I don't think he throws it. I think he throws it at the big Ophi one. No, yeah, that's right. Uh, General Zod. He he uh, basically crushes his hand. And I think it picks him up and throws him in. The... The abyss. Right, right. Like there's there's a moment they kind of fight at the at the sol- fortress of solitude before he decides to you know he he smart tricks him into basically he wins the day by outsmarting him. But before that, there was like a big fight or at least a small fight. And part of that fight is Superman taking off like a, like a cellophane S and throwing it at the big Ophi guy to tie him up. And I'm like, that never happens never right um but in but in the dick diner version another day that whole scene's like cut they get to the fortress of solitude he does the whammo flips it this flips the switch right away and i'm like 
oh, well, I feel like, and of course they cut the the kiss of forgetfulness, you know, because since Lois knows in this movie that Clark is Superman, there's this big giant kiss that makes her forget that, but that's not in this movie at all. And I'm like, but they still do the time backwards thing. Cause remember how we talked about it? Mm-hmm. And he said like that this one was supposed to end with him going backwards in time. Well, so I, I visualized this, and he went back in time. I really don't understand why, to be honest. <laughs> because cause he actually goes, he spins the clock back in time, or the world back in time, so much that the explosion that caused the three bad guys to be in the Phantom Zone in the first place, he rewinds time so far back that they're still in there at the end of the movie. And I'm like, why would you do that, you fucking idiot? You have, I mean, yeah, okay, sure, there was a lot of de- destruction as far as city property goes, but the three most powerful beings who kicked your ass the entire almost the entire movie until you outsmarted them are now reduced to being human beings. Why would you turn back time to put them back in the Phantom Zone and potentially get out another time? Why? Why, why would you do that? It's just I kind of just sat there like I'm like a part of me feels like I'm gonna have to go through the audio commentary around that part to hear why in God's name you would make that as a story choice when you could have just been like yeah you know what we fucked up some buildings Superman will you know people have hey look at Superman he just up you know unemployment just shrunk like twenty percent because everyone's got to rebuild shit you know <laughs> <laughs> you could have done doing everybody a destroying favor this destroying the city help the Superman thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Superman. I'm homeless, but you know what? I got a job rebuilding it. Thanks. You know, it's just our economy's coming back. Awesome. <laughs> We're making great America great again. Right. <laughs> That's know, terrible. Thanks. It's it's. Thanks for making America red, yellow, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> watch the unemployment Rico. It's, uh, watch those high prices go up, up, and away. <laughs> but then I get to three and three is the one with Richard Pryor and, mm. and Richard Pryor which to me have, when was the last time you saw three? <sighs> Had it been like a decade ago I think uh, Okay I'm going to tell you right now still doesn't hold up <laughs> Okay <laughs> because, it, it, because it's the bubble of the um, computer age Realistically, because Richard Pryor plays a guy who's unemployed, who's just can't seem to find a job, and gets sent to a computer computer programmer and wind up being a whiz at it, and does the old, hey, I find that you know businesses keep a half penny. They never they always, they always round down instead of rounding up. So what if I take that half penny and put it in my own pocket, and that causes the his attention to be given to another guy who basically is it's it's Robert Vaughn, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm who is a billionaire who wants more money and it's basically it's Lex Luthor life because I guess they couldn't get Gene Hackman for that movie <laughs> you know because he's kind of Lex Luthorish. he's got the the blonde bimbo side piece his sister's kind of you know and, and they have this bullshit theory of like you know they're going to create control the weather via because everything's now is a click of a button and I'm like uh, Okay, I've I've seen this before. 
okay, it was it was a, a big trope, you know, like hey, we gotta we have computers now, so how look how easy it is to hack into them. And of course, it's never is that easy. <laughs> but it's it's funny to watch. And Margot Kidder apparently was just I felt like she was just doing a um, a, it was basically a walk on. Because they have her at the end of the credits, like, and hey, Margot Kidder is Lois Lane. She's in it for the first five minutes of the movie to go. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm going off to, you know, an island for a story, but you know, for his really vacation. See you later, Clark. And Clark goes down to Smallville for his um, high school reunion, where he meets Lana Lang, you know, his high school sweetheart, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, or his 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 high school crush, you know. But Richard Pryor creates a fake kryptonite because they, they the bad guys went him Superman out of the picture and it's where they get him real super sick and he be, Superman becomes kind of a bad guy for a little while right um and and that's where like everyone who's ever seen the meme of, of Superman on the bar looking angry that's that's where the clip comes from that's where the, the movie that comes from that that picture itself but I'm and that's like my favorite part of the entire movie because it really I'm gonna say stretches Christopher Reeve as an actor at that moment. <laughs> not by much. Not 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 by much. But if you watch that visually, he even looks different. The makeup make him look angrier and meaner. Uh-huh. Just the way his the way his his physical presence is is completely different. And I was like, wow, that's actually really impressive. Too bad this moment's in this bullshit storyline. Like <laughs> By the end of the movie, you're like, Superman's fighting a computer, legitimately, like, just. Like, and that's like, and that's. I, I mean, you, you, there's a scene where you see Superman flying and he's trying to avoid missiles and stuff, and that's probably the best Superman video game you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> right, and then the bag, the, the the bad guy's sister is. Hold on, I'm getting some sort of feedback. Um, the bad guy's sister robot which i was like wow in some back ass water way it's brainiac <laughs> <laughs> you know in some real twisted way and of course everything winds up for the you know finds up for the better and superman wins and all and i'm like that was a struggle but i knew i had one more hurdle the big hurdle or <laughs> quest for peace <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this one at least that's like that's like climbing that's like climbing like uh, Mount Everest. It's like you know somebody climbs Mount Everest, like puts a flag on it, and goes big deal. I I sat through Superman four again. <laughs> I, I willfully. It's not like I was t- strapped to a chair. I was, it wasn't Clockwork Orange style. I was like, you know what? I have this box set. I'm like I'm I'm right now. I'm circling whether I'm going to watch Superman Returns um, because I'm like. Well, I have them all in the set, and I've, I've watched four out of the five movies that are in it. I should just complete the set, you know, go for it, and just I, I whatever. But I'm like, the four is the big one because four is the one that kills the franchise, like flat out puts a bu- well. I mean, I think maybe Christopher falling off a horse probably killed it too. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I mean, I, I, legitimately, I'm just going. Would he have made Superman five? He probably would have. If he didn't have that unfortunate accident, made him paralyzed. But it's we're real close. I mean, that four could have killed his career. You know, uh, it was. You know, it just made me feel like I'm watching this movie going. 
okay, let me just get ready for this. And from the get-go, it's just bad. It, it's, it's okay. In comparison, I'm gonna say I have a fondness for Batman '66, but it's as cheesy and as corny as Batman '66 episodes, because it, and it's like one of these things. Like it started off. And no wonder why Batman went the way it did by the end, like before Nolan got a hold of it. So serious, and then by the time the fourth one came around, it was a, it was horrible. It was a mess. Because this one paved the way for that. Because <laughs> I'm watching, like, okay, it's like story by Christopher Reeve and somebody else, and I do remember the story is legitimately like somebody wrote it and said, hey, why can't Superman, you know, basically take all the nuclear weapons and have us live in peace he could if any if anybody could do it it could be superman so christopher reeve goes and runs with that story for maybe about 10 minutes <laughs> because after first before he gets um apparently the, the daily planet is under a, a we call it a buyout by i'm gonna say like a, a rupert murdoch type of guy and he gives it to his daughter which is played by mariel hemingway who's kind of got a crush for clark and then there's this stupid moment, which is not... This is where I believe people are like, okay, we need to fill in like an hour and a half worth of time because once we get Superman taking away all the nuclear weapons, what else we got? Nothing. We need to stretch this out. Okay, well, what if we have Superman go on a on a double date? Superman and Clark are stuck going on a double date with Harold <laughs> Hemingway and Lois Lane. Lois, who, by the way, doesn't know that he's Clark, that Clark is Superman until... <laughs> I, and again, and now I couldn't understand it. Kid writes a letter. Superman get rid of all the, all the bombs, all the nuclear weapons, and Superman doesn't. He made a promise not to get involved that deep with humanity, forgetting the fact that two movies ago he turned back time to save Lois Lane. But whatever. <laughs> if it's not for if it's not for his own personal gain, he wants nothing to do with it. Right, he's out. So he's out. I'm out. Nope. I was. I was I'm not gonna. I'm washing my hands on the whole thing. Um. Oh wait, Lois is in trouble. I'm gonna turn back time. Whatever. Stop thinking with your dick. So, <laughs> so he basically kind of gets almost peer pressured into getting rid of all the nuclear weapons because the guy who now owns the Daily Planet is trying to turn it into a rag magazine and basically says that Superman told this kid to drop dead because he ain't getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> and Superman's having his. Clark is having this real crisis of conscience, so he calls Lois over, and he basically tells her, jumps off the building, and should, the worst way to tell her that he's Superman, like, he's like, hey, let's go get some fresh air, she's like, okay, he takes her hand, and with her, walks off the edge of his fucking building, I'm like, that's no way, you could have eased into that, dude, you know, like, I'm watching it going, he legitimately just jumped off a building with her and in, in, in tow. Like, like grabbed her and said, fuck it, we're going together. <laughs> and then, while they're falling, turns into Superman and catches her and, or, you know, catches her, basically leaves her. Like, I'm going to walk off, fly off without you. As you fall to your death, I'm going to catch you and be like, surprise, with my glasses on, let you know that Clark Kent's Superman. You could have just said it. <laughs> you know, you, you could have just went, Lois, I'm, I'm Superman. And she would have laughed the glasses off and proved it in a different way other than this very dramatic way of doing it right but then after he after they go through they fly around the world apparently and just this whole flight thing 
the reason why he exposes himself to her is because he doesn't really know what to do about this situation with this kid and this letter. And she's like, you know, well, you, I know you. You'll do all. You'll always do the right thing, Clark. And he's like, you know what, Lois, you're right. And then kisses her, and makes her forget again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's like it's like his own super roofie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at any minute he can just go, yeah, Lois, I'm Superman. La 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 la. Kiss, forget. <laughs> and even though she kind of said to him in that moment that she never really truly forgot that he was Superman, she just played along with it. Then why do it again? <laughs> it didn't work the first time. <laughs> you know it didn't really work the first time, but you still cho- – I'm like watching this going, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, dude, <laughs> who, 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 who did this? Because I, I want my money back – from 1987 or whenever this movie was made you know <laughs> uh, and then, so he decides like okay I'm gonna get rid of all the nuclear weapons and and that's pretty much it like no nuclear weapons but they have to figure out something to do with it so Lex breaks out of jail with the help of John Cryer who ironically enough becomes his own Lex Luthor in the Supergirl series but not before he does what I would consider John Cryer's version of what a stoner dude is. I didn't realize, I, I didn't know he was doing a voice until I watched this movie for the second time. It wasn't even like, it was like, huh, dude, whoa, like Lex, huh, like it, 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 he was doing Ted, his version of Ted. And he didn't really talk much, but every time he opened his mouth, I was like, dude, why did, that was a really bad choice. He could have just been like, hey man, what's up? Like, like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm shaking my head the whole time, just going, "I why am I the things I do for the show?" Because <laughs> at this point, I'm like, I could stop and play some video games, or I could watch something maybe somewhat a little bit more enjoying. But I'm like, you know what? This is good for the show. I've started down this path. I should follow it to the end. It's natural conclusion by watching Superman go from a good movie to a better movie to a bad movie to a shit fuck all movie. You know. And I'm like, I'm I'm sitting there, and again, you know, Lex's big idea is to create his own Superman by taking Superman's DNA and 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 mixing it together and then throwing it in the sun, and that's how voila, birth. And then the guy comes down to Earth. I really, I think it's called X or Solar Man. I don't remember. But what I remember is he, I didn't. I that he talks like Lex. They overdubbed his voice with Lex, with Gene Hackman's voice. And I'm like, oh, I completely forgot they did that. <laughs> and all he wants to do is crush Superman, and Lex, for whatever reason, seems to be able to control him up until he can't. You know? <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then when they finally do get Superman and this guy to fight, it's, it's like this cat and mouse chasey kind of thing and it involves the Statue of Liberty and getting tossed around and 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 the one guy's weakness is dark. Just pitch dark. You take the sun away, he, he loses all power. And uh, Nuclear Man. Nuclear Man, okay. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I was looking because oh, you were right, it was 87 that this movie came out. This was... I, mm. Look at me with the, the blind guess. <laughs> uh, I, that means I was 17 years old when this movie came out. 
<laughs> and I, I want my money back with interest because <laughs> I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm really annoyed. I'm, I'm watching this going, all right, how is this going to play out? Why is this? Of course, that everything works out in the end. I mean, but Lex's big plan is, besides the fact there's no nuclear weapons, Lex decides, hey, what we're going to do is I'm going to get together with the arms dealers and I'm going to start, we're going to corner the market on nuclear weapons again, even though Superman's tossing them out, but I'm going to get rid of Superman by creating my own life form to take him out. I'm like, that, wow, okay, that's a stretch, but okay. So like, what you guys are like, you know what, and then we'll have him do this. And, and then, okay, well, what are we going to do here? Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, we'll do this. You know, just and them just laughing while they're writing this, you know, because it, it just goes, it just turns to camp real fast, you know. And they never explain all of a sudden nuclear man wants Mariel Hemingway without any real. I don't think he's ever actually really seen there. Like he's like a me one girl, like very. And I'm like, oh, like okay, just ride this out. I I could feel like I at one point I was going to stop to go to bed. Because it was like one, one thirty in the morning while I'm watching this, by the way, huh. and I'm like, man, there's probably about like forty five minutes left. I can ride this out, and it was the, it was horrible. <laughs> it was, I at one point I thought I was gonna fall asleep. So I'm like, why am I, why am I subjecting myself to this? Because I could just finish it tomorrow. And a part of me was like, no, 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 you're not, Sean. You're not stretching this out two days. You're gonna sit here like an adult and ride this shit out now. <laughs> like, like, no, no. No, no. This is you. You you can't do this to yourself. You you're a better person than this. You need to take your medicine. Watch this film. It's only forty five minutes. Okay, you might be a little tired the next day, but you know what you won't have to do tomorrow? Finish watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it. Trust me. You know. <laughs> and I, I get to the end, and and you know, of course, I'm like, at, by the end, everything works out. I don't wow I, I, I a part of me is like what would they have done next because if he didn't have that accident you know they probably would have made a, fi a, a fifth one at some point right they would have and because at that time I mean he did four movies it was I mean he was Superman for about almost a decade because if uh, the first movie I believe came out in 78, 79 mm -hmm. And here we are in here we are in eighty seven eighty eight. He's pushing that ten year mark of being Superman, and you can kind of see that his hair is not as dark as it once was. It's you know, and I'm like, the the special effects, I feel like were worse when they in in eighty seven than they were in seventy eight. Seventy eight, I, I believed he could fly. Now I believe I can see this. You there? Oh, I think we lost. <laughs> oh, there he is. I don't know why my phone was doing that. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. My, uh, oh boy, that was my, that was my job. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's going to be problematic. <laughs> Do you want me to put it on a pause and you can, uh. Yeah. Nope. I'm, I will be, everything will be fine. You know, I'm not working tomorrow, so they can. They could figure it out themselves. <laughs> so, I mean, and that that was pre I was pretty much it. And I did buy a video game 
So uh, we can talk about that a little later on. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? Let me let's take a break because <laughs> a part of me is like it's gonna it's gonna drive me crazy if okay. I don't know why. All right, hold on. All right, let me know when you're ready. We're back. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. I don't know how Ed's gonna edit this out, but I had a phone call from Mark that I needed to take. Um, so I'm gonna be just as curious as you are to see what kind of magic Ed's gonna pull off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna leave it at his ears and just make people question okay. like what what happened? <laughs> What's going on? Right. <laughs> Just I'm not gonna tell you like okay yeah we took a break because I had a call I got a phone call from work and uh, yeah all right and then I got to talk I had to talk to somebody and now we're back <laughs> anyway so uh, yeah uh, <laughs> so that's my experience with Superman this week all right I, like I said I I don't know if I'm gonna do Superman Returns because it's not even him it's Brendan Routh and I, I honestly. The draw for me to watch that movie is, uh, what's his name? Is Lex Luthor, um, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he stole the movie as 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 Lex Luthor. I thought he was great, you know. So there is that draw to me, um, because I still can't, as an adult watching Superman Returns, I know that Brandon Routh is only doing what he's hired to do, and it's like I know that this movie is supposed to take place after two, you know? So I'm like, so you don't acknowledge three and four, or is this in between three and four? Because I, I feel like they just kind of ignored the three and four, which rightly so they should have. Yeah, they should, but it still turns Clark Kent into a deadbeat dad of a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to kind of feel like I feel I need to revisit that to see if I still feel that way. So I maybe next show I might have to be like so Ed I did it I went and watched Superman Returns I figure I'm gonna watch all the Superman movies that I have and uh, next next up Man Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and Justice League I might have to round it all off and then watch those some of those other ones with Stacy not watching so I don't have to hear Superman <laughs> so I'll see how I'll see have to see how that goes. I don't know. Probably, you know. I, I also am, I do have a video game coming out this week. You know that I'm looking forward to playing, and we'll talk about that in releases of the week. And I also bought a, a game that was like a, a final game. We'll talk about that when we get to the gaming section. Um, but outside of that, I I don't know what's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. <laughs> What a segue. What else, what else did I do? I don't think I did anything else crazy or special, or I don't think I watched anything new and exciting um, outside of the Superman stuff. I'm, I'm trying. I, I caught up on Super. I have one more episode left of trying to catch up on Supernatural. It's the last nine episodes, I believe. So, okay. <laughs> like I'm trying to keep up that keep up with it. Um, but when you when you cut the cord and you don't have a DVR, it's kind of like, oh, that's right. I, I watch it through the CW app, which is you know free the next day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can wait till Friday to watch a show. It's not that big of a deal. You know, I don't need to watch it the day of. Um, so I mean, outside of that, nothing's going on. What about? So I need entertainment. What's coming out? <laughs> what's, coming out? Uh, what's coming out? What's coming out? 
<laughs> Annabellum is coming out this uh, Tuesday, or actually the yeah no, November third. These are the releases for number third, November third. Um, this one though you might be more interested in. Bugs Bunny's 80th anniversary collection is coming out. Wow, that's one gray hair. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then a bunch of movies are getting the 4K treatment here. Well, actually, got uh, a box set of the Resident Evil. So Resident Evil, Resident Evil Everlife, uh, Apocalypse, uh, Extinction, Re- Retribution, uh, the final chapter is all getting the 4K treatment, all is one box set. Um, okay. Game of Thrones, the complete collection, is getting the 4K treatment. And V for Vendetta is getting the 4K this week. Okay. So uh, then we have the Doctors, Doctor Who, and Heroes and Villains. Uh, uh, I guess it's, I think it's an episode of episodes. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's interviews with the team of actors who brought the heroes and villains of Doctor Who life together. So it's another documentary um, of the show. So of past uh, uh, heroes and villains that were not Doctor okay. Who. Uh, the the Crown season three is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. So uh, I know some fans, some fans out there. That's really for my wife than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't listen to the show? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but it reminds me to tell her, hey, the Crown three is coming. Out. Right. <laughs> uh, and that's it for uh, uh and for um, uh, TVs and movies. Uh, so we can All go right. to uh, video games. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution is coming out. It's developed by uh, Frontier Developments and published by Frontier Developments for the Switch, and that is on Tuesday the 3rd. Uh, yeah, I believe that is the uh, complete edition because that game It's kind of like Sim. Imagine, Ed, if you could build your own Jurassic Park, and it's a, it's a simulator game. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's the complete edition. Hey, I, I'm always on the fence about buying it. I think, I'm always thinking about like I want to. I think I can make a successful Jurassic Park, but I know part of me is going to be like, yeah. At some point, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let them let them loose. See what happens. You know, <laughs> like if I take this DNA and I take this DNA and I make this around, and I, look, Tyrannosaurus, it'll be fine. And I'll be bored watching people just come in and make rides and stuff. And be like, yeah, you know what? I kind of want to see them eat people. Let them out. <laughs> 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 it's kind of it's like it's like when you play sim when you play um we call it sim city and you get so bored you send a, ter- a tornado through just <laughs> just the shits and giggles of it <laughs> hey superman I mean, if, you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna play god you know why not have some fun with it <laughs> let's quest the piece for this one <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we have uh, yeah. Yes Tomorrow, developed by uh, Bitmap Galaxy pub- and published by uh, Blowfish Studios for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that'll be on Thursday the 5th. Uh, then we have Dirt 5, developed by Codemasters and published by Deep Silver for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that'll be on Friday the 6th. Then we have Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered, developed by Stellar Entertainment Limited and Criterion Games. Uh, yeah, Criterion, sorry, and published by Electronic Arts for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that will come out on Friday. And finally, Paw Patrol Mighty Pups Save Adventure Bay, by uh, developed by... Uh, Draco Studio, I probably butchered that. Published by Outright Games for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that'll be on Friday the sixth. Okay. Um. 
Where'd you get that list? I got that from GameStop. Power to the players. Because you missed one big major release. Did I? Yeah, on the 29th. Watch Dogs Legion. All right, now I'm going to have to look that up now. See, <laughs> go, to my, go to my material and see what happens here. <laughs> because uh, it's the third install here. I, I'll, I'll let you know. It's the third installment by, what do you call it, uh, the people of Ubisoft and their Watch Dogs series. This, you go to London and you're part of DeadSec. There is a, a terrorist activity and they, the, they decide to bring in a private security firm who basically puts the city under like constant surveillance and you as part of this you you get recruited in part of dead sect and you got to take this company down to free london but here's the kicker you okay claim that you can play as anybody the first two installments had like you know the first one had i think his name was Aiden pierce and the second one had Marcus. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a definitely shift in tone. First one, Watch Dogs, was based in Chicago. It was a revenge story. It, a very overblown identity of what a hacker could do like, and why he was doing what he's doing. Like I said, I, I, it was basically a, a GTA ripoff with computers. Um, the second one I appreciated more. I liked more because it was a little bit more – you had like um, – Drones, and you had an RC car, and you were a completely different character. And there was, I felt like the motivation behind what he was doing was more believable as a hacker. And I use believable in air quotes because it basically he was mad at what was being a, like a Steve Jobs type character who wanted to take the information that they were getting through, like their Facebook, quote unquote, Facebook app, and sell that information to people so they can. and and you're like, oh, my my identity is who I am, blah, blah, blah. And it, it was actually more believable and plausible, and it was a little bit more fun. This third one, though, is off the continent completely, because the, the second one took place in, like, San Francisco in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's completely in, all in London, and you're not playing as one character. You can play as all of them, apparently. Like, there's, like, a million, like, a... a you can pick and choose who you play as. You have to kind of recruit them, though. So they're going to want you to do something for them before they get signed, before they sign on to your cause. And every player has a different set of skills, um, which sounds interesting and cool. You're like with that many players, but apparently there in the very beginning of the game there was permadeath. Mm-hmm. That you could have a character. And if that character were to die or get arrested in the course of the game, that's it, done. You can't play that character ever again in, in, for the, the rest of the game. Um, so all the time that you spent building up that character is gone, so you had to kind of pick somebody else and start almost start over again. But when you have a whole city of people to choose from, I guess it wouldn't matter. Uh, but you can also sit there and say, like, okay, well, I'm a gun-blazing kind of guy, but I need a stealth mission. So I'm going to hire, I'm going to recruit this person who's stealthy. That's where they see the commercial, probably, if you've ever seen the trailer, with like these little old ladies with guns. Yeah. Taser, taser well, people. I, I did see, like, I think it was E3 last year, and they were, uh, um, 
you know, like talking about it and they would show like you were like a little old lady and you were, you know, running around doing what you needed to do. And then there was, you would switch from, from person to person through the whole game and you could do it. And I, I thought it was fascinating, you know, and, and, uh, but I was good. No. Yeah. Like I agree. It was fascinating. It was interesting. And, and the idea of permadeath was kind of also intriguing because I don't really deal very rarely do I pick a game that deals with permadeath because that means it, it becomes if I lose that character I like to be able to go back and like either start from the save spot or you know like start the scene over again or, or whatever because that's kind of what I'm used to and you get attached to those characters so the idea of permadeath is a little a little scary to me if I just because I want to be like no all that time I spent 10 hours building this person up and now he's gone son of a bitch because I saved when I should have zagged right it's something stupid mm-hmm. it's like Okay. people total and like oh okay all right you know here we go um i mean i'm i'm i i like ubisoft as a company they're not necessarily a hundred percent i wouldn't say i would give them a hundred across the board uh-huh. but they are the makers of the assassin creed series the um watchdog series um I'm trying to think um there's a couple other games i've played by from what's, the, aren't they, what's that the far cry series yeah is another one of their games I'm trying to you think know, of that one where the the snake, no, not snake. Uh, uh, what's that one where where you where you pay, pretty much take the people down, you know, by uh, sneak up, attack, and all? And it was just like a kind of like Assassin's a, Creed. not Assassin's Creed. It was more of a futuristic kind, not futuristic. It was uh, like a modern day kind of like a James Bond uh, style one where you're. Uh, uh, I don't know if that is Ubisoft or not. I'm trying to think now. Thinking Hitman? No, not Hitman. Oh man, it's, just, it's <laughs> oh, one of those. Oh. What's that author that did this? This uh, fuck. Oh, 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 Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's. Yeah, they they did the Ghost Recon, the um, Splinter Cells. Splinter Cell. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They, yeah, they own that too. So like, like I said, they have a pretty. Not all. Some of their games aren't great. Some of them are really good. Like I personally liked Far Cry. Five, but I didn't like Far Cry Four as much. But I liked Far Cry Three. It felt like you know, like there some sometimes their games are hit or miss. I wasn't a big fan of Watch Dogs the first one. I really, really liked the second one. I'm hoping that the third one lives up to its expectations. I know that I'm going to get Assassin's Creed Valhalla when it comes out next month mm-hmm. because I, I'm always been a fan of the Assassin's Creed series. So I mean, I'm clearly I'm in the. Ubisoft makes games for me, apparently. You know, um, so I'm I'm getting it. I'm gonna be playing it, and I'm like, okay, well, how how 
how am I going to approach it? Because that's where I'm more intrigued at. Um, also, too, I don't know if you've been noticing that there's big news happened today. Uh, I, since we're in the gaming realm, um, Project CD Red has announced that they're postponing Cyberpunk 2077 again. No. <laughs> Only by 21 days. No. <laughs> yep. They announced today. I should really should have pulled out the. Uh, I think I have the official word. Let me just get it. You while you uh, while you sit there and <laughs> you motherfuckers, you're kidding me. <laughs> oh man, no. Okay, here here it is. Uh, this was seven hours ago. We have important news to share with you. Hi, everyone. Today we've decided to move the release of Cyberpunk 2077 by 21 days. The new release date is December 10th. Most likely there are many emotions and questions in your head, so first and foremost, please accept our humble apologies. The I want, I want a discount, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, let, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a, an official statement, so... Um, the reason why I know it's an official statement because it's on their, their yellow legal pad of Cyberpunk 2077... But here it is. The biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of the game. For, so, just, so for those playing the home game, you have the Xbox One, Xbox X, compatibility on the Xbox Series S and X, the PS4, PS4 Pro, the compatibility of the PS5, PC, and of course Stadia. While working on it, all from working on it from home, by the way, uh, since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure everyone, everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We're aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says 21 days can make any... So when someone says that 21 days can make any difference in such a massive, complex game, but they really do. Some of you also might be wondering what these words mean in light of us saying we achieved gold master some time ago. Uh, passing certification, certification or, quote, going gold means the game is ready, can be completed, and has all content in it. But it doesn't mean we stop working on it and raising the, raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is the time where many improvements are being made, which will then be distributed via a day zero patch. This is the time period we undercalculated. We feel we have an amazing game on our hands, and we're willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones, if it ultimately leads to you getting a video game you fall in love with. Yours, Adam Badowski and Mark, two very Swedish names, uh, CD Projekt Red. So, you got to wait a little longer, Ed. This little blows. This just, it just blows. It's going to be it's gonna be the worst game of 2020, I'm telling you. <laughs> right now. I... No, I still I like look, I postponing games is not something that's uncommon. Yeah, but they've already done it. That's a thing. Like like now you're doing it twice. Uh, I completely understand, but as a person who's played both South Park games and had to wait over a year for both of those games, I think more on the first one, and to go, you know what, those games were really, really, really good. I you know, and also C D Project Red's known for we ain't shipping it if it ain't perfect. You know, they don't like day zero patches. They don't like, you know, shit. They didn't even, they don't, 
they don't like to do season passes so much that they actually gave people 16 free missions and downloadable content for The Witcher when it first came out. I can only imagine what they're going to give free with Cyberpunk at this point now. They might also be just like, shit, free season passes for everybody. Because people are frustrated because we read the post and be like, god damn it, son of a bitch, I have still have to wait. There's people going, well, I you know, plan my vacation around this game. Uh, and that part of me is like, dude, you need to relax a little. Shit happens. Like, I get it. You know, I'm excited too, but I... You know, December 10th. All right, I guess it's, you know, if if they say, okay, well, now because it's December 10th, there's a PS5 version instead of... Because it was supposed to be a PS4 version with a free digital uh, free digital upgrade to PS5s. Maybe now they'll just be like, okay, well, here's the PS5 version, the PS4 version. You know, maybe they'll do it that way. I I, I don't know. I mean, 21 days, I probably not, because you still got to go... You still have to do packaging and marketing and all that stuff, but... I just figured surprise 21 days it's only 21 days it's three weeks three weeks <sighs> after well, it's original after after its original release date three weeks it's fine you'll be fine no problem and then you're gonna get your hands on the game you're gonna be like you know what totally worth the wait totally I'm like see Ed I told you <laughs> <laughs> like after it took you like two hours to actually create a character. <laughs> 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 like I, I don't know Ed. I haven't actually. I'd be like, this is gonna be the conversation. Uh, Ed, man, the game's gorgeous. It's phenomenal. Haven't played a single hour worth it though, because I spent two hours trying to create what my character looks like. I couldn't decide if I wanted this mod or that mod, or if I was gonna go with the all black outfit or the black and red outfit with the silver hand or the half-face kind of looking robot Terminator thing going. I don't know, Ed. I haven't decided. <laughs> I've had the game for a week, and I'm still in the character creation. Because <laughs> I can't decide. Because the one time I make it as a man, I go, I like that, but I wonder what it would look like as a woman. And then I go, oh, that's actually kind of hot looking, and I don't mind looking at that for however many hours. But now if I can only tweak this and tweak that, and next thing you know... Sean, the game won game of the year and you haven't touched it once. Like, <laughs> too busy swimming around going, do I want my eyes blue or do I want them hazel? <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Until then, until then, I'll be playing Watch Dogs. So that's fine. I, I don't feel the pressure now of having to speed through Watch Dogs. I can kind of bathe in that in a little while. Then also Valhalla coming out, and you know, in sometime in November, it's that time of year where it's like game, 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 game. You know, I'm like, oh great, that's where a little stock, my little stockpile of games appears, and then by February I trade them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, okay, any other gaming news? Because I do have a game review. It's an older, some semi-older game. Oh, please go ahead. But it is called Control. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Control. I was thinking of the Michael Jackson. It's Janet Jackson song. Anyway. <laughs> um, but basically, me, it, it's kind of like an X-Files game in a way. X-Files meets X-Men. <laughs> okay. You, 
you are a, a, a woman who shows up at this Bureau of Control, which is a government facility that dives into paranormal activities or, par, you know, might say strange phenomena. Think, think like the TV show Fringe with alternate dimensions and alternate realities. Okay? And you are in this building and you become the, the director of the company because you were chosen by this entity and you have to find you're, you're there specifically to find your brother because you and him when you were kids found what they call an object of power that caused beings to come in from another dimension mm-hmm. um, and, and that bureau came in right after her and her brother you know closed the rift in whatever space time whatever you want to call it they came and they took the object of power which was a um shit i forgot what she mentioned it but they took her brother too and she never she never could she's been finding trying to look for him ever since and there's this entity within her kind of like uh, i don't want to say there's something inside i haven't found out what it is yet Mm-hmm. I know there's this she's she's kind of she hears a voice and that voice gives her powers to manipulate like she can telekinetic tele, use telekinesis to throw things throw objects and stop you know missiles in flight and throw it back at the bad guys because these bad guys are possessed by whatever evil beings it's very sci-fi horror esque but not not too much in the horror part mm-hmm. very sci-fi it's it's very it reminds me a lot of a fringe TV show X Files, X Men obviously because you have superpowers you can actually levitate and you know at at one point you have a gun that morphs into other guns by by you know with upgrades and things like that because that gun is supposedly given to you from that that gun is what is Ryan that gun is what makes you the director of the bureau because the original director killed himself with that gun because apparently he had no use. They had no more use for him. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far because I'm only a few hours in. Okay. Um, so I really, the game mechanics, they call it a, um, a Metroidvania style game. And the reason why they call it that is because you Imagine um, you have this building, but in order to get to that building, you need key cards and you need it's very like Resident Evil esque mm. in a way where it's like, oh, well, you have to, to unlock this door, you need to get this key card. And to get this key card, you need to get to kill this bad guy. <laughs> but it's not, it's not open world, it's all in one location, like how Castlevania is. Like you just, it's, you're following a very linear story. Okay. And, and the world seems very big and there's like little side missions that you can do if you wanted to but it's it's you know you have a, a gun you have your mental abilities and it, it's actually it's and the storyline it's it's by the people who made who made quantum break um also if it was an xbox game where they had sean ashmore was in it and uh, the guy who played a little finger from game of thrones it was like you play a game and that game, you made decisions, and then it would, you would watch a half-hour TV show, and the decisions that you made in that game reflected upon the episode of the television show that you're watching, and then and vice versa. Like they made they, the stuff that happened in the show, 
you have to now play out in the game and what choices you make affect the next episode. It was very, very, I would say, kind of, I, I want to say, um, experimental in a way. Okay. You know, because you're, because you're kind of like you're forced to watch, you're forced to game, and then you have to watch like a twenty minute cutscene of what your, of what your decisions were. And this game was only available for the Xbox. It never came to the PlayStation. Um, <clears throat> but another game they made was Alan Wake. I don't know if you ever played Alan Wake on the 360. No. It was very. Um, it used um, like a you. You were a writer, and you got to. You had a flashlight. It was very. It was when I would say, it, the game used light and dark contrasts very well when um, video games started getting more into shading and lighting effects. It kind of dabbled into that kind of realm of if of like oh well we're gonna here's a new feature we're going to try using it to propel a story around it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, this one actually has like live action scenes in it, but it's still in a video game. Like um, when I go up to a television and there's a collectible, that collectible, since you're in a, an office building type setting, there is like a guy who's like your, you know, when you watch like an, an, um, an orientation film, like he's there and he teaches you something and you're like, oh, okay, but it's like a real video. And you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And then when you, the director, the original director or the director before you, he's kind of caught between, I want to say, between dimensions is the best way I could kind of put it. Mm -hmm. So he kind of, he kind of talks to you, but he's kind of got like a, a live action silhouette on top of this video game that you're playing. Visually, it's, it's interesting. Um, gameplay is not super hard which I like because I don't have to think too much. <laughs> I get to run around and shoot things and go, oh, what's over here? And like run around a room and go, oh, here's a collectible. Oh, I need to get over here. The only problem I do have is that occasionally I'll be like, okay, well, now that I have a key card that gets me level three clearance, I also have level two clearance now. I should really go back to the beginning to see if the, the first room to see if I can unlock some of those other doors that I couldn't get through because I didn't have the quote-unquote clearance before. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, to, uh, to unlock stuff. But the problem is I don't have – you don't have a um, – you don't have a, a, a mini-map. You have to kind of call up the map, and it kind of overlays on top of the screen so you can see through it. It's transparent, mm -hmm. but it, it's kind of distracting because you kind of like – you want to focus in on where you're at in the building. And it's like, oh, here's head of operations. And every time you go into a new area, it's kind of cool. It, it flashes up like, oh, quality control. Boom. You know, like you're. Oh, this is the section of the building I'm in. Cool, it, it's fun. I, I, I was on the. I traded in a bunch of games, and I had some credit, and I'm trying to build up credit. You know, my GameStop credit. So I, when the PS5 comes off, I'm not shelling out a chunk of change. You know what I mean? Right. So I traded in a bunch of stuff, and I had um, a little, a little more cash, and a little more credit than I thought I did, and I was on the fence of whether or not I should get Control because it's the complete edition. Because the game came out, I believe last year and there was a season pass which you know two expansion packs and this was like the whole the whole package deal mm -hmm. and i'm like well it's a game i never played and my old co-worker brian loved this game he like really dived deep into it mm -hmm. and I, so it was kind of like there in my mind going well maybe i should get this one but that the price point of that was the same price point for the mafia the definitive edition the they remastered and rebuilt the first Mafia game from the ground up. 
and it's the same price. Hmm. And I was on the fence. I'm like, which one do I get? Because I only want to get one. And I kind of asked, you know, I asked him, I was like, well, which one do you think I should get? And he was like, hey, go for control. He's like, you'll really like it. It's, and he's like, besides, I heard they had like port issues with the mafia. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't stand that when you have port issues. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll go with control. And, and I'll be honest, I'm, I've been, it's a hundred percent. I would recommend it to everybody, especially if you like that, that genre of game where it's semi explore, you know, exploration, some shooty shooty elements some sci-fi elements and wrapped around this like conspiracy of alternate dimensions and weird shit you know and, and rule of thumb too like you should make sure you read the signs because there was a moment where uh, i had to get across this there was in a big dark room and in, in the distance was a telephone that was ringing and there was a light switch and the light and the sign says you know you have to turn this light switch follow the rules of three and I didn't. I only clicked it once, and then I fell to my death. And I was like, <laughs> at, at first, I, at first, to be honest, I didn't read the sign. I was like, I was like, to me, it seems like all background noise, background. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me turn the light off. Okay, there's nothing around, but maybe it's one of those like you have to believe type things. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade kind of ruined this for me, <laughs> where the, you know where I have to take that leap and maybe I'll just walk across this vast chasm of darkness to get to this room just for atmosphere. But instead, I walked right off and fell to my death, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, how am I supposed to get there then?" And then I realized, well, what's the sign say? And it says, "It follows the rules of three. And I'm like, "Oh, son of a bitch, I have to turn the light switch on three times. Fuck." You know, and as soon as I did that, I went to I I went to a completely different other dimension, into a completely another world. And I was like, oh, I really should read the signs around me. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just <laughs> like I just can't go. Oh, I, I know what to do. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> I really should pay attention. <laughs> Maybe I should read the signs. <laughs> <laughs> I felt ridiculous too because after I did it and I fell to my death I'm like I got not mad but I was confused I'm like why what what the fuck like I have to go here there's what am I supposed to do because it was really the first I wouldn't say the first real quote unquote puzzle I had to figure out was okay well how do I get to that that phone because it's ringing and I know I have to answer it because they told me I had to answer it right and I'm like I'm like well what do I have to do and then I was like I dude look at your fucking surroundings like stop being an idiot so it says right there it follows the rules of three and i'm like if i didn't know what that meant i might have been still more confused i'm like i wonder i should click on that three times and i did it i turned it on turned it off turned it on as soon as i had turned it on the third time because it counted the first time when i killed myself you know <laughs> i was like oh oh i got that look at me figuring it out without <laughs> i mean the game's been out long enough i really wanted to i probably could have looked it up <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to use my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's like a third-person action-y, action-y shooter. It's got some puzzle. It, it has a little bit of everything, and it, it's it's combined nice to make a nice little fun game. So I'm, I'm very happy with my purchase. I'm like, okay, well, now I'm just going to buckle in. I'm off tomorrow, I think. So maybe I'll get some good game. Maybe I'll get some good gaming time in tonight. You know, like after the show, you know, Stacy. Right now, I look on my shoulder. She's she's 
Nook is signing it. <laughs> she's trying to get our our um our recall. She's selling stuff now. It's probably because right now she's selling, but she's also trying to buy artwork for our museum. You know, in in Animal, Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, so uh, maybe after she gets done that tonight, while she's you know, it's time for her to go to bed, I'll be like, yeah, it's right now. It's alone time. PS4 in it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> that's what I'm going to be doing. Like four or five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Rocking it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and then get a call tomorrow like showing you we need you to come in for stupid reasons. <laughs> oh, I hope that's not the case. I'm just gonna be like suck like I didn't get to bed last night, all gaming section, and you want me to come in and work for what fourth time in my not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> like, no <laughs> Can I have one day? Just have a normal work day schedule where I could have a weekend. I'm off today. I was off yesterday. I would be off today. Stop! Because it's gonna get because in my job in retail, it's getting close to that. Hey, you can't take a break. You not you can't you can't take any vacation days because you work in retail and everyone's gonna do Black Friday shopping. We know that the stores are running at minimum capacity. We know people don't like touching each other. We know we have no idea how it's going to play out, but we need you to make sure that you're you're ready for it. Because you got new systems coming out in November, you got new games coming out left and right, you got a holiday season, so you gotta you know pay attention and focus. And uh, okay, sure, <laughs> all right, if you say so. <laughs> so that's. That's what I got looking forward to. All right. But are you doing any gaming lately? You've been kind of No, I'm quiet. I was waiting. I was stupid. I'm stupidly waiting for uh Cyberpunk 2077 to come out. <laughs> I mean December 10th, man. December 10th. You'll be fine. That's You can... This You got this, man. That's terrible. That's just terrible. <laughs> just terrible. It'll be here before you know it. Be here before you know. You got Black Friday sales. You got Thanksgiving. You know, you got the holiday season. I'm sure it'll probably snow at some point because we're on the East Coast. Uh, you'll be fine. We ain't getting snow. Before you know it, <laughs> <laughs> before you know it, you'll be like, "Oh, this all sucks. It all sucks." Oh, December 10th is right around the corner. It's only 10 days after the end of the month. It'd be fine. Right now, you're like, oh, because it was going to be November 19th. And you're like, oh, okay, well, you know what? This is the last week of October. Woohoo! Yeah, and I, I would add that. I would add the Thanksgiving. I would add the Thanksgiving weekend to, you know, Cyberpunk it out, you know, and have a wild time. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting that. Yeah. Now you have to sit there and angry, you know, it's family dinners all angry, being like, I don't even want to be here. I don't want to be propelled to 2077 in the future where I could be part robot hanging out with a robot Keanu Reeves going, whoa, dude, I got guns in my hands, you know? <laughs> instead, instead I could be like, no, I'm going to be sticking here with you people and having fight and watching stupid football virtually maybe. Who knows? I don't even like these teams. Why are you watching them? Where I could be sitting there in front of my TV playing a video game where I could be 
virtually riding a Keanu Reeves motorcycle because he's got a company that I didn't know until this game came out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know he owned the motorcycle company, and now I'm gonna ride one of his motorcycles. That's awesome! Can't wait. Vroom vroom. Instead of going vroom vroom, probably goes whoa whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> this is such a stupid joke. <laughs> it's my joke for the night. Whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> uh, I call this one the point break. Whoa. Jeez. <laughs> Like, oh, my motorcycles, they go very fast. Be careful you're not caught speeding. Oh. <laughs> All right, stop. <laughs> you, you should you stop with the whoa-whoa. You can ride my motorcycle in a game in the future. We're all part of the Matrix, man. Whoa. <laughs> Gun tote mania. No, you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was creepy. I can't wait. Um, it's awesome. All right. Fine. Yay. Anyway, so uh, I do have news. Okay. Besides the stuff that we've been talking about, I just got to get to it now because I'm like, hey, uh, apparently, Ed, since we're talking to Ubisoft. Uh, I just saw the day that Netflix is working with a live-action Assassin's Creed television show. Really? Yes. This was, excuse me, as of 10 hours ago. Wow. The article's from... Right, whoa. Too bad Keanu Reeves is not in it. But all right, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's from Screen Rant, the article, so take it for what it's worth. Um says here a live action series will be the first of several Assassin's Creed shows developed for Netflix which will include both live action and animation Uh, Netflix is developing multiple TV series based on Ubisoft's massively successful Assassin's Creed video game franchise the first which will be a large scale live action show Uh, the game series which follows a secret guild of assassins through ancient time ancient human history was previously adapted on screen in 2016's Assassin's Creed, which starred Michael Fassbender, and received poor reviews. Uh, the latest game, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, releases on November 10th. Um, so, I right now I'm looking, and that's pretty much... Uh, Netflix is adding Assassin's Creed to its long list of gaming properties, because keep in mind it does have a Castlevania game, a Castlevania cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's got the Witcher TV show. Um... So, who knows? Netflix is also currently developing another show based on Cyberpunk 2077, by the way, and also an adapt an adaptation of the Resident Evil series. So Netflix has got its kind of its its fingers on the pulse of gaming, TV, and movies. Apparently, I don't know about that, I, but I mean, because you know, there's a lot of stuff that they keep promising, and I haven't seen anything that, I, you know, because I'm still waiting for the Cowboy Bebop show. I know, I know. Uh, uh, the star of the, the yeah so they had to stop production and i'm sure with covid that really kind of put everything in the garbage so yeah i'll, I'll believe when i see it <laughs> no but that's a good right. you know i mean though i mean like i don't think the movie did well with uh, michael fassbender it, uh, it, it, 
It did not. It, the movie did not do well. Um, it kind of came and went in theaters. I bought it because I'm, I'm an Assassin's Creed fan, so I bought the I bought the movie. It came out. The movie isn't horrible. Oh, I watched it. I, I mean, I, I watched it with you, and I own it actually a copy of it. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was enjoyable. I wasn't expecting anything like I didn't think it was gonna revolutionize anything differently as far as gaming movies were movies based on games were gonna be. Um, I also knew that when you go in, you want to bring a new audience with you. Maybe that audience will want to play the games afterwards. So you kind of had to reintroduce some new things. Um, especially with the animus, but uh, I mean, it 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 was it to me it was a fine game, a uh, fine movie, uh, you know. But it's also a gaming history with a kind of a weird, like timeline and weird, you know, history, mm-hmm. metaphorically speaking. Like it's like one day, it went, like uh, the first couple of games were like, hey, it's about this guy Desmond and his bloodline and around this apple of Eden, which seemed to be something from either from from very vast like human like the apple of eden was an object from way in our distant future that got brought back to the past and you know it's supposed to help with knowledge and you know i, I was like all right where's all that and it's about to be an upcoming end of the world type thing and i'm like okay this is great the first two games that Kristen bell in it i was awesome great then it got weird it just it seemed to kind of deviate from its its storyline of like like the last one origins well the first one origins really didn't have an assassin's creed had in at the by the end you realize okay well, this is what it's the origins of the assassin's creed mm-hmm. but the second game you know odyssey takes place even before origins so how does that tie in with anything you know, and it didn't really, it didn't fill in the blanks. I'm sure somebody who's, a, who's really into the books and the lore will be like, well, this is how it fits in, Sean. You know, clearly you're just not as big a fan as you think you are. It's like saying I'm a fan of Harry Potter but never wants to read the books. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I feel like there's probably someone out there who's really, really mad at me at the moment, but whatever. Um, <laughs> So, but now this one, a new one that's coming out, Valhalla, I think takes place like even not not before it. I, this one's even more different than the other two. I'm like, okay, well, where do you? The only thing I know that's recognizable is your player, whether it be male or female, has the hidden blade. And I'm like, oh, and it's like an instant kill hidden blade. It's not like a, I'm gonna poke you with it and you'd be like, oh, I'm so mad you came up behind me and stabbed me in the back, and now I'm angry and now I'm gonna fight you. This is a like an instant like if I get you with my blade you're automatically dead. And I'm like ah oh, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, it's it's like walking up behind somebody with a knife and just going poke. <laughs> hey, Mister, what you doing? Uh, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. We're gonna fight now. This should be a I'm gonna plunge this into the back of your neck and you know the base of your skull, kill you instantly. Not just a tap 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 with it. <laughs> so you know uh, but i mean uh so i'm, I'm kind of curious what path the show is going to take like i mean there's so many things you can do with a with a live action show in, in that way so uh, as long as it's got to be somewhat original as far as players but i, I don't know i guess sam you know, when they say we look forward, here is a quote. Um, 
thrilled to create an Assassin's Creed series with Netflix, and we look forward to developing the next saga in the Assassin's Creed universe. Like, so next saga means people that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that way you don't get too attached to them. Yeah, okay. I mean, more, or you, maybe you will. Maybe we'll get, <laughs> maybe we get more attached to them than the, the video game characters themselves. You never sure. know. But, but, you know. Hopefully, because if you if you don't, then it's gonna be canceled. <laughs> if you're not watching, it makes like it's gonna cancel it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, and if they don't, I just hope I'm not like, hey, I really love this show. Oh, wait, it's gone. <laughs> like one of those. Like, uh, there's a couple shows. Like, um, there is a show called My Hunter that I've been watch. I started watching, and there's like two seasons. Where they just announced that. A little while back that they weren't going to do a third season which kind of frustrates me because I'm, I'm halfway not halfway through but I'm kind of getting through the first season and nothing was spoiled but apparently they were leading up to something for the third season that now they're not going to get to do because there's no third season I'm like well what's the point of me watching it now at this point right. like if I know it's going to go nowhere you're kind of kind of you're killing my vibe, man. Killing my vibe. You're killing my vibe, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll just move on from there. Um, so anyway. Um, okay, Ed. What did you feel? This is a Star Wars question. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. How did you feel when they killed off Luke Skywalker in Episode Eight? Spoiler. <laughs> Wait, wait! I didn't see that yet. Um, like, how did you feel? Did you feel angry? Did you feel mad? Did you feel satisfied? Did you feel like? He, I'll be honest. I was. I was. I was confused. <laughs> but you know, it's <laughs> okay. It, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, like after after you watch after you watch Star Wars for so long, you you automatically know because you you get deeper meanings especially after discussions of why certain characters do certain things in certain ways and that's how like i think like all the anger comes up with with all the the fighting and stuff so when you see these new movies you don't like nobody knows like how to put it in perspective like why did that happen or why did this happen or you know that, that kind of thing so now it becomes this discussion of what what's going on so now when when luke uh, vanishes. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> this point, I hopefully no. Hopefully, people seen. This. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you if people haven't finished after the, the, the we'll call it the Disney trilogy, then I can't. Uh, oh well. Yeah, I mean, don't listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't suffer like we did, don't listen to our show. Go, go download a TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently you read, you downloaded the wrong podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, this, yeah. this is not the this is not the show we're going to talk. You had to balance your checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might balance something on our nose, but that's about it. Um, no, but right. uh, but you know, like like at first you're like you're like you don't know how to feel. Like 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 at first you you go wait what like how does that happen? And then you think about it and you go. It makes sense. It's it's kind of like he's old, he's tired, he's he's kind of being hermiting, you know, her, being a hermit, and 
and hiding away from the world because of what happened and uh, so he's he's one might say just like yoda yeah yeah well there's a difference just, just there's like there's Obi- there's a like difference Obi- though Yo- yoda's Obi- being hunted down was being hunted down and killed <laughs> there's a difference sure. there's a difference you know <laughs> nobody nobody was looking for luke apparently uh no they were but <laughs> but uh um so you know you, you know who they weren't looking for apparently they weren't looking for obi-wan because he also hated himself as a hermit in the desert <laughs> just saying <laughs> it seems like all you know all old jedis they don't really just go out in a blaze of glory they just go out old and grumpy yeah <laughs> so so you you go you go okay well he forced project himself across the galaxy to you know have one last confrontation and help his friends uh, you know, one last time, you know, kind of thing. So he used all of his force ability, I guess, away. And so he, he, he gone into the, he goes into the force as a full force ghost, I guess. Sure. Um, okay. So, so you go, okay, it makes, makes sense. Like I say, now why, after I watched that movie, I'm going, wow, that was amazing. And I'm like, I don't know how they're going to top this movie because they pretty much wrapped up everything that was set up. You know, like, like at what point do you go, where are they going to go? Like, like, and, and of course, you know, we saw where they went <laughs> and it was terrible. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, but you know, that's, that's the thing. So, so basically like, like to me, it was like, okay, it's a, it's a natural conclusion. It made sense. Um, you know, like, okay. like why? So I, I felt satisfied, I guess, I guess you could say like after thinking okay. about it and, you know, contemplating over for a while. So, but why do you ask? The reason why I ask is apparently there's a Star Wars book that reveals that George Lucas originally planned off killing, planned on killing off Luke Skywalker in Episode Eight. Okay. Okay. So basically, the trilogy ended up um, ended up that we ended up getting Luke Skywalker died in the Last Jedi. A lot of fans were upset, but Lucas, but if Lucas got to make his version of the trilogy, he was planning on killing off Luke in Episode Eight as well. So either way, Luke would have died in that film. Hmm. Um, the, the, there was a tweet making the rounds recently that revealed an excerpt from a new book entitled Star Wars Fascinating Facts, which comes from Lucasfilm story group member and Star Wars encyclopedia author Pablo Hildago. And it reveals oh, okay. in the following. Okay, I know Pablo. Okay. okay. He's, a, he's, a, he's, like, he's like the Star Wars expert that works at Lucas uh, uh, Skywalker Ranch. Or okay. Luke, you know Lucas right, Arts or so, whatever Lucas Films. Good. Okay, so it's it, he's he's anybody who knows him knows that if he says something, it's legitimate. Right. Um, so here's his quote. He's like, years before the Last Jedi began development, the treatment left behind by George Lucas in 2012 also had Episode Eight be the one wherein Luke Skywalker would die. Uh, another expert excerpt from the book reveals Lucas's plan for Luke overall saying, quote, although Luke Skywalker only barely appears in The Force Awakens, the concept artist had a lot of image based on the fragments of the story that they were they were hearing as it developed. Uh, Ray was on a mission to seek out Luke Skywalker, who had disappeared. As described by George Lucas, Ray is like Willard going up upriver seeking out Colonel Kurtz. Um, and it's an allusion to Apocalypse Now, those people who know the movie. Mm. Um, it's Martin Sheen's characters looking for um, 
Marlon Brando's character. Right. Uh, the story had the story had Ray find Luke on a Je- on a Jedi Temple planet, but he's a recluse, withdrawn into a very dark space, and needs to be drawn back from despair. Um, those plans for Luke were pretty much utilized in the Last Jedi. So director Ryan Johnson uh, actually took the ideas presented by Lucas and incorporated them into the story. It was just handled in a different way than what Lucas might have done. The Apocalypse Now reference uh, leads to believe that it would have been had less humor, maybe a bit darker. Um, so, there you go. Huh. So, he, he, he would have died either way. Okay. Um, and it might have been in doing, not maybe not necessarily doing the exact same thing, but for those people thought they maybe they killed off Luke a little too early, and or maybe they were just mad that they killed him off in general. Oh, I'm I'm sure because they 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 want their characters to live on forever, you know, like like when sure. Han, when Han bought it, you know, everybody was extremely upset over that, you know, that that was a a, a dark day, and uh, you know, because uh, you go you go, how long are these characters going to last forever? I mean, because you you just you you you're now like so far into the future, and you're having these characters as as old people. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's how you look at it, and you go, you know, it, it's great, you know, that there then there is movies and they live live in your memory forever as a you know as a as a hero that you want to uh, emulate and represent and you know and 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 be a part of, but uh, the reality of it is is that like you know like there's a point where you go, uh, yeah, eventually they get old and die, you know, like you know at least they're trying to go out as as somewhat like heroic or or or, or doing. Um, you know, uh, trying to do a good deed or those kind of things to, uh, you know, uh, uh, propel those characters in, in a, in a, in a, you know, in a direction. So you go, you know, this is going to happen, you know, and just, you know, deal with it. <laughs> right. Right. Sure. <clears throat> All right. Well, since we are talking about movies and stuff, um, Apple, this uh, remember Apple has that that little TV sh- series thing Quibi. Yes. Have you? Okay. I've never um, used it, I, but I've seen it. I've seen some videos that people have put on, I think YouTube for just to show it off, kind of thing. So you yeah, kinda... well, there was there was it's, it was basically it was somebody came up with the idea that most people never since we live in a YouTube era age an era actually that people can digest their entertainment in small doses. They don't want to sit down and be bothered with like a half hour TV show. They'll do 10 minutes. I guess someone in a someone in figured it out. So Quibi was a thing from Apple um, that did 10 minute episodes. Uh, for example, there is a show that I watched through a fire stick called Die Heart with Kevin Hart, John Travolta, where Kevin Hart is being uh, wants to be wants to get away from his comedic roles and wants to be more of an action star, so they sent him to an action star camp where this guy, played by Travolta, ha- trains s- actors to become action heroes. But Travolta's character seems a little weird and a little off, and it makes for this weird, it's this humorous dynamic, so to speak, right? Hmm. And I watched it. It's like ten episodes at ten minutes apiece. So it's kind of like watching like a regular, like an hour and a half movie, not even two hours of my time. 
it was okay, but it's like here, episode one, it's like ten minutes. It gives you enough to set up something, deliver on that promise of a punchline of some sort, and then you move on. Now this show's designed to be funny. I was to me, it wasn't laugh out funny. It was more like a, huh, yeah, that was cute, kind of kind of thing. I wasn't like, oh, that Kevin Hart, John Travolta dynamic is superb. Ooh, I would watch. I wish this was two hours. You know, it it didn't make you feel that way. Um, but there was also there was that. But it was like in ten minutes bites. There was this also this one where it stars Anna Paquin and it's um, fuck, it's called Dummy. I think it's called yeah, it's Dummy, where her boyfriend's sex toy, her their her his real doll, she can hear it talking. And and the two of them go on this like this semi wacky adventure. You mean Anna you know, Kendrick? Again. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Do you say Anna Paquin? Yes. <laughs> Completely different show. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and and I think um, I believe uh, Christy Teigen had something on the line on on the show on that in that realm. Even uh, Kiefer Sutherland had The Fugitive. They re they kind of softly rebooted the TV show with The Fugitive for this thing. Except it involved a um, Muslim guy being accused of being a terrorist kind of deal. Um, at least from the one episode I saw. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm bringing all this up, Ed, and you're like, wow, Sean, that's a lot of backstory for what's about to be the headline of this article. Quibi is shutting down after failing to find a buyer. <laughs> this and that, this and that. They got this show. They got that show. They got that show. Yeah, but they're shutting down. <laughs> yeah, it's a great long explanation. You're like, wow, that seems kind of really interesting. Wow, I really want to see that. You don't bother. They, they, they're 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 closing up shop. <laughs> according to the according to the Wall Street Journal report, Katzenberg, who was part of the Jeffrey Katzenberg and CEO Meg Whitman, says it's shutting down just six months post launch. After the company failed to buy a buyer, a buyer according to a new report, um, according to the Wall Street Journal, Katzenberg called investors Wednesday to tell them this was Wednesday, probably uh, a week ago, October twenty-first. Um, that they told him that Quibi was folding. This came after a restructuring firm hired by Quibi, which raised one point seven five billion dollars in funding. Including a major media companies, including Disney, NBC, Universal, and Warner Media, provided a list of options to the company's board of directors this week. One of the proposals was for Quibi to cut its losses and shutter the company. Wow. <laughs> uh, sources told Variety which Qu- uh, that Quibi, which has about 200 employees, has set an all hands inter- all hands internal meeting for 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time today. Uh, Katzenberg, according to a report Tuesday, had told people in the industry that they may they may have to shut down the company. Um, of course, last month, Wall Street Journal's reported that they were exploring strategic options for Quibi, including a potential sale. Uh, Katzenberg pitched to sell the company, which has about 500,000 paying customers, to Apple, Warner Media, and Facebook, but was rebuffed. Uh, the information reported earlier in the month. Uh, Katzenberg also struck out with his own attempt to sell Quibi's programming rights to companies including NBC Universal and Facebook per the information's story this week. Um, the NBCU was put off by the fact that Quibi doesn't own many of the shows it puts on the platform, according to with today's journal article. Um, truth is, 
Quibi doesn't own any of the big budget premium content for which it has shelled out to upwards of $100,000 per minute. Wow. The company the company has a 7-year licenses on its short form series. After 2 years, content owners have the right to assemble the shows and distribute them elsewhere. Uh, when Quibi launched this past April, by the way, keep this in mind, in April, right before right after quarantines. <laughs> Uh, it stuck to its original vision of a built-for-mobile viewing experience, just as COVID pandemic kept millions of consumers homebound. Kratz Katzenberg insisted Quibi's quick bite content was meant to be watched on smartphones. Only this week did the, launch, the company launch apps for viewing on live on living room TVs, on Apple TVs, Amazon Fire TVs, Google TVs, and Android TV devices. Uh, even after their initial subscriber numbers came in lower than its ambitious forecast, Kratzenberg profession professed to remain bullish on its prospects. I'm still quite optimistic this is going to work, he said in, in a conference in June. Here's <laughs> 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 uh, In 2018, the startup then called New TV was announced that it has raised a billion dollars in funding among initial investors who were a who's who of Hollywood studios, Disney, NBC, Sony, Viacom, AT&T, WarnerMedia, Lionsgate, MGM, a bunch of tech investors include, uh, they all were funding was rounded, was the fund, that founding round was led by VC firm. Uh, so in March, 2020, just had a QB's April 6th debut. The LA based company announced an additional $750 million in funding from existing and new investors, which uh, would not identify, by the way. Um, it had about 50 original titles, including shows featuring originals with Jennifer Lopez, Christy Teague, and I. They also greenlit pricey projects with Steven Spielberg, because I believe that they were going to do another round of, um, we call it, what's that show we had in the 80s? Amazing Stories. Okay, yes. I thought that was supposed to, to get to Apple TV. Stories with this. Right. Um, supposed to have like Liam Hemsworth, Sophie Turner, like there's a whole bunch of people. I remember seeing the what do you call it, like the ad with Sophie Turner who played Sansa Stark on the, her getting fitted for a dress while she's watching an episode. And it was like Quibi, you know. I'm like, oh, wow, well, they're getting some like big names. According to the Kratzenberg, the first year they plan to launch some 175 original series and. 8,500 episodes. Um, <laughs> the Quibi service, which uh, which aimed its consumers to be 18 to 35, costs five bucks a month with ads and eight dollars a month without ads. <laughs> so, I so it's like, hey, for eight dollars a month, you can watch ten dollars, uh, ten ten minutes of a TV show a week. When Disney comes along, goes yeah, you can pay us. Well, Hulu's like you can pay us seven bucks. Amazon's like you can pay us seven bucks and watch whatever you want to watch. Amazon's like you know, Netflix is like well, we can charge you twice as much. We get way more content. So I can tell you one thing, it's not in. It's not in ten minute bites. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, so they're shutting down. I'm like, oh, there's a. Like it makes me sometimes wonder. It's like good idea, bad timing, because who would have known that? Like you know, a month later, or like, hey, we got this great idea. Because who knew a year ago that we'd be sitting in our houses, 
because of 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 a pandemic. Right. You know, would that business had could that business have succeeded if we weren't all stuck at home? If we were like if we were still commuting nowadays, like if I was let's say took a bus and I had a ten minute bus ride, would that be something I'd be interested? In? Me personally, no, not at all. But, but that's the thing. Like I don't there, I don't think it really matters because like I mean. There were times that, like, you know, you and, 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 and your wife would come over and you'd be sitting staring at your phones for, you know, like 10, 15 minutes, you know, like, so I don't think, I don't think, like, like, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, like, how many times have you, have you looked, like, at yourself and going, how, how often do you stare at your phone for, sure. you know, uh, that minute? Like, I, I know I do. Like, I'm, I'm playing games and stuff like that on my phone for 20 minutes, half hour, you know, type of thing. So, I- yeah, I watched recall. I watched um, they had a, a PS5 thing where they broken down. They took the whole PS5 apart. You know, it was like, uh, hey, this is what the fan looks like and all that kind of stuff. And it was like ten minutes long. And I watched that sitting at my TV. I walked not my TV, looking at my phone. Right. There was one the other day. I was I was trying to watch was their operating the PS5 operating system, which was like ten minutes long. I'm like, all right, so it's not, uh, it's not crazy to do something like that as long as it's it's i can watch it and it keeps my it's my attention but it's free i'm not paying you guys seven bucks a month for that entertainment right and and that's the thing and that's what's that's what's that's what's probably was killing is because it's it was it was on a it was on a smartphone you're paying seven bucks and you're going for a month and you're like yeah is that worth it and then I think I think the big problem is is that they 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 raised the bar so high because they've got they had to get like pay top dollar for a lot of these actors, uh, you know, to be on it, and and then the advertising. I mean, they they advertise could be a lot, and then there was because I always used to see commercials on television for like you know especially that Anna Kendrick show. I would see it. I'm like it, it sparked my interest. I'd be like, oh, I, I'm kind of interested. That looks weird, and it's some kind of new idea. Like to me, it's like. I'm like uh, for ten minutes, yeah, okay. Wait, how much? Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of like when, I, when Kevin Hart was promoting it. I was like, oh, that seems very interesting and kind of funny. I might be interested in that. Oh, it's only could be. Never mind. Yeah. You know. Like, and then yeah. I mean, it said, said there was a there was a commercial version, and then there was a, a a non-commercial version of it. I mean that, and that's the thing. Like I think they if they if the number if they readjusted their money and and what they spent and what they you know, took in, they probably would be around today. Like they'll be probably still be around today. Cause I'm looking here, sure. I'm flipping through and one of them says, I think December 1st is going to be the last day for Quibi to be, uh, available. Uh, so jump on in <laughs> now, kids. <laughs> jump now. <laughs> Cause, Cause, hey, first week's free. <laughs> <laughs> or, or do it the la- like Thanksgiving. There you go. Now I got something to do Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> You're not playing cyberpunk. Chill at five bucks. Get it for a month. Get no, I'll do the because I'll be the first week free. I'll get the first week, and then after that, I'll be shut down, so I'll have to pay for it. <laughs> someone knocking on your door from Apple High where you notice you've uh, subscribed to Quibi and we know the doors that we've shuttered the place but uh, you still owe us $8 we were here to collect our money <laughs> no I had the first week free and it's not my fault you guys closed down no sir that's not how it works <laughs> or it's that weird 
turn of events where everyone does that that that, that like oh well for one month it's only five bucks i'll do that and everyone signs up and winds up pulling the the, the company out of destruction <laughs> turn around <laughs> it's gonna be around for decades son of a bitch <laughs> right thanks to your thanks to your initial eight dollar investment for one month we now have enough money and programming to last us another five years son of a bitch <laughs> I mean maybe if you I, like I appreciate the 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 zeal that you went with like and maybe maybe there was something to it because you're right there's moments where I stare at my phone for an extended amount of period if it was something interesting and I'll watch it sure I like Kevin Hart I'll watch his stuff you know John Travolta being John Travolta it seemed like mostly in the episode sure the Anna Kendrick show did seem very it, it sparked my interest yeah you know I'm like alright that's great but when you start but those people are going to have to get paid and those people are going to want to get paid top dollar you know you're not going to get John Travolta to be in a basically an hour and a half TV show I mean there was language and there was violence and stuff but you're not going to have him like it, that to me maybe like two months worth of work if that it's not like he's just like yeah I'll do a respect you know it's probably like okay well you're going to tie me up for this amount of time I need to get paid this much money and then Quibi's like okay here you go here's your money oh we'll get that back in no time it's got John Travolta's name it's got Kevin Hart it's going to be funny it'll be awesome you know but in the end you still there? Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I didn't even know that show existed until you just told me about it. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like, like I think they're advertising. Because I said, the Anna Kendrick show is the one I saw, like, commercials over and over and over again for it. I was just like, okay, I get it. And then there was commercials about Quibi. For, like, I think it was the, I forget her name. She was the uh, the redhead in, in Game of Thrones and uh, the X-Men right. movies. That, that's, that's Sophie Turner. Sophie that's Turner. really the Anna Kendrick one I remember because I thought it was a concept and Sophie Turner the only real reason why I always noticed and paid attention to that is because she's standing in this black dress that's got it's the slit on that dress is so high that you can see her entire leg yeah you know and uh, and and she looks gorgeous and you're like oh well that's captivating you know like a, you know and you pause to look at it because she's beautiful and you realize because she's just thumbing through her phone while she's getting sized for this dress, and it's something she's watching on "quote unquote" Quibi. And I'm like, "Oh, it's a Quibi, you sons of bitches! You suckered me in." But I get, you know, every time I'm like, "Well, you know, it's a nice view at least." You know, the Anna Kendrick seemed funny. I didn't even know. Only reason why I knew about the Die Hart was because I follow Kevin Hart on social media. So it wasn't even like, and I only reason why I knew about the. The, the Fugitive show is because I follow Kevin Kiefer Sutherland on social media. I never once, the only two commercials I saw were Sophie Turner's and Anna Kendrick's. Yeah. That was it. Yes. You know, I didn't even know that Donald Luge, Luge, um, he plays Anna Kendrick's boyfriend who owns the sex doll. Oh, really? I then, so the first, yeah, I, the first episode I'm watching, like, oh, he's in it. This ought to be good. It'll even, it's even better because I like just about anything he's in. You know, I, I even Gotham. <laughs> you know, he's great. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'll watch the shit out of that. It's only 10 minutes and there's 10 episodes. I can devote an hour and a half to this. 
and it, like I said, it was cute and it was funny. It wasn't like I wasn't my mind wasn't blown, and all I kept thinking was, was this all binge worthy, or did they do this like once a week? Because I don't think I could do once a week with this. I had to sit there and binge watch it, right? Because I couldn't. It didn't hold my. After one episode was done, I was like, oh, I guess I can blow another ten minutes on this. Sure, I guess. it was more of a reluctant continuation. But if I was paying a monthly fee for it, I'd be kind of angry. I'd be like, yeah, it's not worth my time. I'm, I'd rather watch something else, something I'm maybe paying a little bit more for. You know, like fuck. I mean, I just watched fucking uh, Ap- X Men Apocalypse on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I must have watched Hamilton three hours at least four or five times since it, uh, it premiered on on Disney Plus. So it's like I. To me, I'm like, okay, I, I don't, I'm getting my money's worth on the stuff that I want to watch, but I don't know if I could pay eight bucks to watch an ad free. Like, it's fucking ten minutes. How much ads time do you want to put in there? Like, it legitimately, is ten minutes is between regular commercials on TV? Right, right. You know, it's like it's you're like, okay, well, why? And you, for five bucks a month, I'm gonna watch what basically consists of. A TV show that would fall between two commercial breaks, <laughs> and, then, and, and then you want me to pay, and then you go, yeah, you know what? For eight dollars, we'll take those two ads away. <laughs> well, why? Because how many were you going to put in in a ten-minute movie? Like, how many ads were going to be in a ten-minute episode? Thick was the same. Like, like imagine the progression now, because it's that—that's the thing. Like, eventually they would have figured out. They would have. They would have put a commercial in the beginning, probably two commercials in the middle, and then a commercial at the end. Like, you know, or towards the end. So that way, they would have. They would have upped their commercial advertising to get Ed, that. Do- I did that last night in an episode of Supernatural. I got an hour's worth of entertainment streaming it through the CW ad app. And I had maybe six total commercials, maybe for a total of five minutes. <laughs> exactly. That's but that's 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 like that's the that's my whole thing about cord cutting. It's the fact is is like like it's like yeah, you're paying for this, you're paying for cable, and you're still watching commercials. Like, what's the deal with that? Like, you know, like it's a, <laughs> okay, side boat. What's the deal with commercials? <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. I said, I'm like, son of a bitch, he's gonna be funny. But anyway. But that's that's the whole point. Like like I mean, there's so many apps out there that have commercials and they're free. And then you go and you go, wait, why am I paying for this? Like, you know, I mean, granted, now, like I am paying for something that has commercials in it. I'm paying for Hulu for five dollars a month, right? For for commercials. I don't, I don't care that my five dollar Hulu subscription has commercials in it. I don't. I never did. I'm like, and they're less time. It's not like oh. Here's a commercial. Now I got three minutes worth of commercial. It legitimately is maybe like 30 seconds. Right. Maybe a minute. Fuck, it even tells you how long this commercial break is in the top left-hand corner. Yeah. 90 seconds. That's enough time for me to go to the P and come back. You know, or grab a snack. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's nothing. So I'm paying minimum dollars it is, and now you want to pay that much for 10 minutes? <laughs> like... <laughs> Of commercial free activity, you get at your goddamn mind. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I, I'll just whatever. Ten minutes, nothing. I'll, why? Why do? I, why am I paying you at all? <laughs> you know, like I could just find it somewhere. Like, 
And what's going to happen now? Now that this, now that it's all shut down, are what's going to happen to that content? Who's going to get it? Is anybody going to get that? Like, is Apple TV going to now be like, okay, well now we have the rights to Dummy because it all reverted back to us because we're because I would assume that all these companies have a, a share in this and that they were going to get a share based upon the revenue that was supposed to be generated by Quibi. Now that there's no revenue coming in, who gets the content? Ooh, that's yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about that. I'm like, eh, who who would get that? And it's just like, and then would you watch it? Like, like it's like now on now on you know uh, Apple Plus, you know, and you're like, w- would you watch it? And it's just like, right, no. Like now you're gonna pay Apple Plus because not only do they have their own original program, but now you're gonna get that Quibi stuff. That now again, it's only ten minutes a pop. But instead, they'll you you can binge watch it now, probably because they'll give you all the content. But Warner Brothers is like, yeah, but we put percentage of that money into that episode as well. Like Kevin Hart's works for us in some of his other projects, so we should have rights to that as well. Mm-hmm. Like I get a feeling it's going to be one of those like one of those moments where Quibi as a company is going to put all that content as a blu-ray or as a dvd most likely blu-ray or in some in some form where you pay a fee to get all that show content you know like hey here's all of die Hard. oh here's all of dummy here's all of whatever show christy Teigen was doing you know all of it it's like five to ten hours worth of quibi content that would have been yours for a low low price eight dollars a month with no commercials you know all for all for thirty dollars <laughs> that's, that's what i'm saying though it's gonna be like it's gonna be like 150 bucks what what <laughs> no way no stop you guys are going just you're going too far quibi you can get the whole quibi library for three thousand dollars wait what <laughs> you act now we'll give you po you can get a, a share in the company <laughs> 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 no, no, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I'm, I'll, pa- I'll pass. That's a hard pass for me. <laughs> hey, Ed. Yes. Guess what? I'll never guess. You a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise? No. Okay. Yeah, me pause. Like you really, you really had to think hard. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing? Like I, I, I liked the first couple movies, and I actually liked the one without Vin Vin Diesel in it. And, and I don't, I don't, I don't remember Tokyo Drift too much. And then after okay, a while, so you, you like the one with, you like the Hobbs and Shaw. Did you watch that one? No. Oh, okay, because the one without Vin Diesel is is Tokyo Drift. Oh, that's the only one with the, no, wasn't there one with uh with him and uh was uh uh what's his name? The blonde uh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker and there was that black guy, um Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson, yeah. <laughs> like so far you're naming everyone in in the in the entire cast, the entire series until Paul Walker passed away. <laughs> Cause they're all still in it. <laughs> the only one that I know <laughs> I'm like, you have Luke. You want to throw out Ludacris too? Because Ludacris has been in pretty much all of them. <laughs> I think he was in that episode. The Ludacris, because I think that's I think that's where they introduced him in the in the show. No, he was he was in the first one. <laughs> but he he's the one that did the shop at all because they they the him and him and uh, 
Walker and and the other guy. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> I'm so good with names. It's so funny. <laughs> they 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 were like he was in prison or something like that, and they he, Paul Walker like got him out because they they needed him for some kind of deal or something like that. I think it was Too Fast, Too Furious. I think it was a sequel of it. I don't think Vin Diesel was in the second one. No, no, Vin Diesel was in the second one. Tokyo Drift, I believe, was the third one or fourth one at that point. I know it wasn't Tokyo Drift. I didn't see Tokyo Drift. You know what? That's because Vin Diesel's acting is so wooden. He probably was better in the background. You barely even noticed. Maybe you heard him go, it's all about family. And then when you're like, oh, Vin Diesel is in here. You know? <laughs> now I'm going to look them all up now. You fades into his purple charger. You know? <laughs> I think Vin Diesel's been in everyone except one. I... You say you didn't see. <laughs> I know he wasn't. I know he was not in it. In fact, he kind of sort of was in it at the end. He shows up at the end to give the guy who was the lead guy in it kind of like a thumbs up going you're part of the family now like that's how they introduced the Asian character into the series no it was it was too fast too furious it was the sequel it was Paul Walker I just looked it up Tyrese Givens Evan Mendez Cole Hunter Chris Ludacris Ludacris okay and uh, James yeah I'm gonna gonna give you the plot no he's not after letting Dominic Terrio escaped from the authorities. Former LAPD officer Brian O'Connor flees from Los Angeles to escape for prosecution. He subsequently relocates to Miami and makes a living uh, participating in legal street races organized by local mechanic friend Trey Parker. After uh, when... What? I said, okay, okay, I'm, I'm with you so far. After winning the race, drivers including Suki, the police show up and Brian is arrested and he's taken into custody by giving a deal by his former F- former boss, FBI agent Bilkins, the U.S. Customs agent, uh, Agent Malcolm, or uh, I probably pressed out that, but anyway, go undercover, bringing down Argentinian drug lord uh, uh, Carter, Carter something, Valoni. But anyway, so there you go. There, that's that, I'm not going to read it anymore, but that's... So there you go. He wasn't. He wasn't okay. in the second one. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I knew he wasn't in one because I was like, that was a that was a good one. <laughs> and I think I think <laughs> that was a good one because Diesel wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so it sounds like what happened is they got Vin Diesel for the first one. They didn't get him back for the second one because you know they let him go because you figured he was just. It was really about Paul Walker, and then that one did okay. But Paul Walker didn't want to do the third one, so they introduced a whole bunch of new characters. Now, apparently, believe it or not, there is a timeline. There is a timeline that that third Tokyo Drift movie does not take place in chronological order. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm, <laughs> now we've fallen down a, a horrible well. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, a fast and Furious timeline. Uh, timeline. <laughs> okay. All right. So the correct movie order, ready? Uh, <laughs> is one, two, four, five, six, three, <laughs> seven, eight. <laughs> and for now, Hobbs and Shaw. There are also two official Fast and Furious shorts that take place before the second and fourth movies. There's 
also another film called Better Luck Tomorrow, which is considered a prequel for the franchise character Han. Wow. <laughs> so no, I have, I like I say I I can't say I'm a fan because I haven't seen them all. So then I know there's a lot more that I haven't seen versus what I have seen. Because it's like apparently here's I'm gonna have to watch it in order one day because apparently Fast and Fury Fast Nine is set five years after the events of Fast and Furious and before Tokyo Drift. <laughs> so that didn't even count. That that was only the first eight movies. Yeah, it's like Fast Nine's not even out yet, right? They're 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 in the middle of that one, right? Right. Uh, no, Fast Nine is uh No Fast Nine uh yeah, Fast Nine they they started filming. Okay. Because and they had to stop. Yeah. But yeah, because uh Fate of the Furious is <laughs> they, they can't even go Fast and Furious Eight. They have to they have to make it like Die Hard. Die Hard, Die Hard Two is called Die Harder, Die Hard Three is called Die Hardest. <laughs> And then the fourth one is Live Free, Die Hard. Get it? You know, yeah. they're working with a the theme. But Fast and Furious, it was Fast and Furious 8 is known as Fate of the Furious. Just, I'm just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> just throwing that useless piece of knowledge out there for you, yeah, for you guys. There you go. <laughs> and I had to watch that. I had to watch that. Just to make sure I wasn't lost in Hobbs and Shaw, because there's <laughs> characters in it going, "Wait, why is Helen Mirren in this, and why is she in jail?" I don't understand that. Fuck, when did she come into this series? Because I know, like, they, I'm like, well, I missed something. And I was like, you know what I missed? I missed eight. Son of a bitch. I have to go watch eight. And then I, I was angry the entire time watching that movie. Fucking, they, they have to turn. Vin Diesel dark and, and evil to protect a baby that no one knew he had for seven other films. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking yourself right now, everyone's going, why are we even talking about this? But yeah, I was just saying, I mean, <laughs> there was a question of why you asked. The reason why, Ed, is because Universal announced the end of the Fast and Furious main franchise. Main franchise, by the way. Main franchise. I thought they were going to go to 12 or something like that because I heard like Vin was talking. He was like, we got 9, 10, and 11 already stirred up and we're going to be, maybe, you know, thinking of 12 by the time we get to forward to get to 11. It's like, fuck. Well, okay, well, here you go. Um, the Fast and Furious franchise will come to an end with two final installments following the release of F9 next year. It's called F9, by the way. Uh, according to Deadline, Universal Pictures will end the main car racing franchise with two final films following the debut of F9. So yeah, so there'll be there'll be eleven then. F10 and F11. Um, Justin Lin, who with F9 will have directed five of the Fast and Furious films, by the way, is in talks to direct the last two installments: Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson. Chris Ludacris Bridges, Jord- Jordana Brewster, uh, basically the, all the whole gang, is, including Sung Kang, who was Han, who was killed off at the end of one of them, and no one's and everyone's like, oh, well, you're just gonna bring him back, which is why they had a fuck up the timeline. Right. Anyway, um, they're expecting returns, considering they survived the events of Fast and Furious Nine. Uh, the news confirms previous comments made by Vin- by Diesel. 
who said that he was considering splitting the 10th film into two parts. Originally, Fast and Furious 10 was supposed to be the last movie in the franchise. While the main franchise will be coming to an end, the Fast and Furious universe, because now we're dealing with the universe, because they have a spinoff, will continue to expand with, uh, with spinoffs. Hold on to your seat. I'm, I'm holding. A, f- a female-centric feature is currently in the works, while a Hobbs and Shaw sequel is also in development. This, on top of Netflix's animated series, Fast and Furious Spy Racers. I don't know if you knew that there was a Spy Racers cartoon. Yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> like, hey, you said a cut. <laughs> Sons of bitches, there is a cartoon. I thought I was <laughs> dreaming this. <laughs> Before the finale, though, viewers will have to wait for F9, which was recently moved from April 2nd, 2021, to May 28th, 2021. The film was supposed to premiere in April 2020, but obviously it was delayed a year due to coronavirus. Uh, here's a full summary of F9 Below, by the way. Here you go, Ed. Ready? Yeah, Here right. is the summary for F9. No matter how fast you are, no one outruns their past. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. That should be right next to my little kitten hanging on a branch going, hang in there, poster. <laughs> Vin Diesel's Dom Toretto is leading a quiet life off the grid with Letty and his son, little Brian, because that's what they decided to name the kid, by the way, at the end of the, of, of eight. Um, but they know that danger always lurks just over their peaceful horizon. This time, that threat will force Dom to confront the sins of his past if he's going to save those he loves most. Which sounds like the plot of the last movie. <laughs> to be honest, Charlize Theron's character, who was the bad guy in this one, coaxed Dom into becoming a bad guy for him to protect, you know, if not he was going to kill the mother of his child, because it wasn't Letty, and the baby that no one knew he had. So he had to go dark to protect his family. Mm. His crew joins together to stop a world-shattering plot led by the most skilled assassin and high-performance driver they've ever encountered. A man who happens to be Dom's forsaken brother, Jacob, played by John Cena. F nine sees the return of Justin Lin, who comes the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth chapters. Okay, um, <laughs> who? Let's see. It says here the action hurls around the globe from London to Tokyo, from Central America to Edinburgh. And from the a secret bunker, a bunker in Azerbaijan to the teeming streets of Tbilisi, I don't know who they are. Along the way, old friends will be resurrected, old foes will return, history will be rewritten, and the true meaning of family will be tested like never before. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go back and remember the first movie was about illegal street racing. <laughs> Now it's got stealing right. tube yeah. televisions. By the way, don't forget. Right, right. It was about justice and, and you working hard to save somebody you love and then falling in love with the guy's sister. And uh, <laughs> I'm half, I'm half now to watch the whole series. I really, <laughs> I, I, you just watch progressively as physics gets thrown out the window. <laughs> I, if you want to see a car jump over a moving submarine as it explodes obviously you need to watch the last one 
if you want to watch a car g- glide out of a, a, a ta- one of the tallest buildings in Dubai to go jump from one to the other, seamlessly, by the way, with no structure and gravity, like that hell ass end of that car should have just sunk it down. Whatever. Watch F- watch the seventh one. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what happens. It made me just go, I can't do this anymore. I like The Rock because I like five and six because they brought The Rock in and it made the shit movie a little bit more watchable. But now I'm just like, I'm out. I'm done. I'll watch Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, I can't watch Hobbs and Shaw. I just know what, what happened in fucking eight. Because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all about family. Is it now? Because now you're talking about a, a brother you didn't. His Dom's forsaken brother. How is he forsaken? Were you saying he's the bad guy? Dom, you were the bad guy in the first movie. <laughs> like. Like you were the you were the bad guy in the first movie and 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 over the course of time you've turned from a two bit street racer to international man of mystery with 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 kids no one knew you had and an estranged brother who apparently is worse played by John Cena he's please tell me he's your half brother if not I got questions. Like, <laughs> his is twin. His <laughs> Vin Diesel's twin. <laughs> yeah, he's we're kind of like family. He's my 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 fraternal twin. Well, why? Because he's he's my identical twin. And, and 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 it feels like to me it's like hey if you can't get the rock to be in the movie who do you get you get John Cena. <laughs> Like, so she's like, I'll do anything. I, <laughs> Set off the rest like If I get the same career the Rock got, I'm I'm in. I'll do I'll do Marine Seventeen. I'll do. I mean, now apparently he he's really good in Suicide Squad, but I I don't know if he's anyone's first choice. If you can't, you know, when it comes to actors and wrestlers. I, <laughs> just, I just think I'm like really. I got I got two names really coming to mind: Hulk Hogan and The Rock. That's that's that that's it. You know, <laughs> doesn't do like you know straight to straight to movies that are that are are produced by WWE. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. What do you call it? The guy who came, he was in a horror movie, Seeing the Evil One and Two, which the first one was pretty good. I always was wanting to go back to the second one, but. That was a movie produced by WWE Films. Like, they got so big, they're like, you know, fuck it. Our guys are comic book characters anyway. Let's start putting them in movies. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) and sometimes it works for them. But then you get movies like, you know, The Edge in some offshoot action film for whatever reason. Or The Miz in a a romance comedy. It's like, but (laughs) why? Like <laughs> Big Show, the Big Show had a, a, a short-lived Netflix sitcom where he plays guess who, the Big Show. <laughs> it's not even like it was a stretch for him. He got to play himself. <laughs> That's it. Except maybe he was a family man. That 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 I don't know how much of a family. We man. kept we know. kept calling him Brian, but he he wasn't getting it, so right. we had to call him the Big Show. Right. Had to go, yo, show. I tell you, you only answers that. <laughs> you know, I just, oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, 
like sure <laughs> I, I just I'm, I'm okay so we got three more Fast and Furious movies with Vin Diesel in it but that doesn't mean he you know they're just saying we're, we're gonna kill off the fa- we're gonna kill off the franchise and the one of the articles I did that both Michelle Rodriguez and Ludacris both said that they're sure possibly they're gonna go in space at some point in time like I, I heard that <laughs> <laughs> I read the article to the show. I was like, you, really? They're going to. I joked. I was like, okay, you're going to see, you know, Vin Diesel in his purple char- charger or whatever car he's driving out in space for whatever reason. Like, like Elon Musk shot him out there in space. For I said, Elon Musk do it. We can do it. Yeah, like, we're going to have a race in the space shuttles. Like, vroom, vroom, vroom. See which one, which space shuttle goes faster. Or I just. Uh, as they as as he gets propelled out into space, you see Moonraker <laughs> driving on flying on by, just, you know, <sighs> guy with metal teeth waving at him. Just, I just. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah. Shit, I just realized something. I, I'm watching. This goes back to Superman Four. This is worth it, by the way. Since we're talking about space, there is a moment in the movie where Mariel Hemingway gets taken by the bad guy, and they fly up out into space, and Superman has to go and rescue her. Out in space, my, I mean, they're talking, like, out above the atmosphere. Uh-huh. So not only does Superman grab her and save her, she says something to him with not even the fact that there's no oxygen out there, but then he brings her back down to Earth with no regards to any kind of atmospheric pressure or heat. She shouldn't have gone out there in the first place. <laughs> Just, just throw it out there. That, that's that's how ridiculous. I'm like, I was waiting for. At this point, Adam West should have walked in and, and been pulled up in the Batmobile. At this point, I'm like, I don't, I don't. I, I was crazy. Anyway, <laughs> I just, I just had that flashback of space going. What? Huh? Oh no. <laughs> okay. Just, just feel like they, they threw that out there. So, so we got three movies of Fast and Furious. To look forward to Ed. All right, all right. I might, I might have to catch up now. I might have to. I might have to yeah. go from. I think the worst part of that. I, 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 yeah, you are. You're gonna have to watch all of them. And now I'm invested. I need to see how this stupid thing ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm I mean, like I said, I'm. I'm. I mean, it's. It's. They're stupid, but you go. You watch them. It's car porn. Is basically what it is. And you know, you're. You, and it's ridiculous. But you go. Hey, it was good. Like you know, I watched Transformers. Why not this? You know. <laughs> you know, the physics and that's unbelievable you know but it's because, because the acting from the Autobots are better than Vin Diesel's <laughs> <laughs> that's why you watch the Transformer movies <laughs> <laughs> Autobots roll out is way more better than but we're family <laughs> <laughs> of car thieves <laughs> yeah, we're just we're a bunch of uh, hot rod thieves. <laughs> we're family. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna have to. Uh, there is there is a there is a Fast and Furious marathon in my future. I know there is. <laughs> I, I can feel it in my blood because I have downstairs five and six. You know, because I'm uh, like I, well, three and four are three or four are free right now on um <laughs> on the Peacock. So, so, you, so you can watch the cock on the peacock. I can, uh, 
damn it, I, I could feel it in my bones, just kind of going, all right, how much is it to rent the first one on Voodoo? You know, I don't think I, I know I didn't see Tokyo Drift, because in my head, I, I was already out. I was out <laughs> for three, I don't think I saw four. I think five was the first time I actually got reinterested because again they introduced the Rock as a character and I was like okay, um, I gotta see where they're going with this one, you know. Clearly they brought him to vitalize, you know, revitalize the the the, the show, you know. And then six was pretty good, seven was ridiculous, eight was horrendous, you know. And the Rock's in that one barely, you know. And I'm like okay, well now I can watch Hobbs and Shaw, which I never did get back to. Maybe I'll do that tonight. No. I game of the night <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> but i could see it i could see myself going through the motions of watching every one of them i'll probably would be stupid enough to go like i need to watch it in chronological order because you know there's one point where, where you know michelle rodriguez's character is out of the picture and they bring her back with amnesia and a bad guy <laughs> like it, 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 I, I mean, if if this wasn't a movie franchise this is a afternoon soap opera <laughs> Between people becoming evil versions of themselves and amnesia and being a bad guy and then realizing that oh we know I you you and I have known each other for as a start we used to be best friends and lovers and all that stuff and I don't know who you are I, I must destroy you and then all of a sudden you come around to it like just hit her in the back of the head you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like her death propelled the, the plot of whichever one that was and then. You bring her back in a couple movies later, and then she survived the accident with amnesia, and she became a bad guy. You know, which you know tears Dominic Toretto's heart apart because now he has to save the woman he loves from the evil bad guy, who I believe winds up being um, Jason Statham's brother. It was Luke Ev. I think Luke Evans is the bad guy in that one, and you wind up being because at the end of that movie, Jason Statham comes by killing the, the Asian dude Han in a car race and comes out and that's the big cliffhanger of that one you're like oh my god Jason Statham's the bad guy and then since then he never really got that's why there's a whole thing justice for Han because now he's part of the franchise as like a semi good guy <laughs> like did you, did you guys forget that he killed off a character at the end of the movie like what <laughs> like a character that was beloved apparently it was Gal Gadot's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just gonna sweep that one under the rug. We'll just wait and then. <laughs> People forget now these movies. <laughs> <laughs> they will look for the next one. They don't. They don't. They don't think a storyline. <laughs> we'll find a way to make him part of the family. <laughs> and they kind of do actually in the last movie. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm just getting myself frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do have some Disney, maybe some semi-frustrating Disney news. Okay. All right. <clears throat> a while back, you know how we talked about Splash Mountain and how they were going to redesign it, that eventually they were going to redesign it, and they decided with the Princess and the Toad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Princess and the Frog, okay. yes. Princess and the Frog, sorry. Princess yep. and the Frog, same, almost same, same thing. Same thing, yeah, but... But people now don't want that at all. Okay? And it's not for what some people think. It's not, well, you should preserve it as Splash Mountain. Everyone's all about the, no, let's not make it Splash Mountain. Clearly, it's got racist overtones to it, blah, blah, blah. 
but we don't want Princess and the Frog either. What people want is something dedicated to uh, a Black Panther ride. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. So while the Disney theme park spent a large portion of 2020 closed, there was no lack of conversation about them about the Splash Mountain and a fan campaign asked Disney to replace Song of the South theme attraction with one focus on the princess and the frog. And then, quite remarkably, Disney revealed that both Disneyland and Disney World, Walt Disney World versions of Splash Mountain would see that change. However, there's now a fan petition asking Disney to make a different change and turn Splash Mountain into a Black Panther ride. This is what the petition at change.org is titled. Redesign Splash Mountain to Black Panther in honor of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, currently has an excess of 3,000 signatures. The position itself, the, the petition itself, doesn't have a lot of detail in it, just stating simply that Splash Mountain should be changed to a Black Panther attraction in order to honor Chadwick Boseman. Uh, the majority of the, sing the signatures are similarly focused. Um, people who want to see Chadwick honored at Disney Parks are similarly in favor of this change. Uh, while many people are probably in favor of some sort of Black Panther attraction inside of Disney Parks as a way to honor him, Splash Mountain is likely being singled out because it's an attraction we all, people already know is being scheduled for redesign anyway. Okay. If one were to pick any, re any ride to redesign in honor of Chadwick Boseman, Splash Mountain probably wouldn't be it. <laughs> um, putting Black Panther attraction inside a critter country at Disneyland or Frontierland at Magic Kingdom would seem like a somewhat odd fit. Uh, there's an argument that at least the, in the case of Magic Kingdom the princess and her frog is an equally odd fit um, and a water based ride doesn't really fit with anything we see in Black Panther um, uh, besides the river and waterfall in the Marvel film so I guess you could end the ride with a trial by combat scene where two would see in the film take a place with, at the waterfall um but of course, since Splash Mountain has already been announced, and we'll assume that the people at Walt Disney are reimagining designing as we speak, so to make any kind of change is kind of unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, so I just thought it was just interesting. I'm like, okay, what do you think? I just thought it was interesting that people are. I mean, I saw that they are they did honor him with this big mural, mm. um, I believe. Right. And so it, it's like. You got you got your um you got your tribute. Well, I mean, so, here, here here's the thing. I mean and, and, and I mean the reason the reason kinda like and, and, and I mean I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube, especially, you know, because I thought that they've been talking about they still talk about the whole changeover. And I think this is like just a, a, a marketing ploy in a way to beef up I think they had like a ton of Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear stuff uh, from Song of the South uh, merchandise that they needed to get rid of because that's like, that's the thing. Like they're, they're the stuff's been selling out. People, people have been walking out with bags. Like they can't even carry all the bags out of the park of all the stuff for Splash Mountain. Like you go into their store and it's sold out. There's like virtual queues now that you have to sign up to get into the store so that way you can get the merchandise in because they, they can't have, you know, so many people in a, in a store at the same time because of the pandemic. But the same time is, is that they have to do that because 
they get bum rushed every time and get wiped out of all the merchandise that they get. So you go, I'm like, I'm like, this is a marketing ploy for, for Disney going, yeah, we're going to change this rabbit. It's rich racist. It's been racist since the seventies, but, but right. like now we're going to do something about it. And you're going, you know, and I'm like, Oh good. You know, good for you. You're finally doing this, you know, but like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, when are you doing it? Like, like, let's shut this down now. Cause you know, it's, it's getting cold. I think they usually shut down and for refurbishments in uh, January anyway, because it's their coldest months in Florida and they don't have the water rides really going. So you go and are you, are you going to do it then? And they're like now with like, Oh, with all the budgetary things, we don't know if we're going to have it done this year or not and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I, I see where you're going with this. But, but like it makes sense to have the Princess and the Frog as the reskinning of the sh- uh, of the ride because it fits in the decor. Like that's the one thing that people don't understand is it's like I'll oh, just put this here and it's just like they have like lands. There's like Tomorrowland. There's uh, you know uh, Adventureland. There's you know um, Fantasyland, and they all have that's the rides that are, are in those parks, you know, go, you know, coalesce with that. So putting princess of the frog kind of fits in with that, like new Orleans jazzy theme, because you have the riverboat right across the way that comes in and does the, the, the riverboat songs and all. So you kind of have that same type of feel that's going to fit in. And it's, it kind of like, you know, it fits kind of somewhat with the wild west theme of the, uh, um, Country Bears Jamboree that's around there and the uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad ride that's near there. So you you kind of, you know, that's that's the kind of the reason why they, they stuck that in there. And that's why I, I don't think Disney's going to change. You go, yeah, let's put the, the Black Panther ride in there because it's like they're, they're, they're going to build a land. I mean, well, they can't build a land in Florida, but like that's why they're building the, the, the uh, one in California. They're building a... Um, Marvel, um, it's called Marvel Campus or Avengers Campus. Sorry, not Avengers Campus. It's called uh, because they can they can have their Marvel characters in their park there because of uh, Universal having the uh, uh, Marvel character rides in their in their park. They can't put them in Florida, so that's going to be a, a difficult task for them to do. Uh, you know, in Florida itself. So I, I don't know how they're going to, they would pull that off anyway because of legal issues um, with it. I mean, I, I imagine they could probably do a Black Panther because I don't think Black Panther they have in the uh, Universal uh, in Florida, uh, right? So they probably could do that that way. But again, like, how do you put a well, Marvel ride in the middle of uh, Frontierland? <laughs> like, that's just going to be weird to look at. You know, it's just going to be like that eyesore. You there? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm like, yeah. No, I, uh, I, as I kind of feel like, you know what? You've already have a representation of that of that character, you know, on that wall. I believe mm-hmm. that, you know, she's perfect for that atmosphere, like you said. I mean, why not? It's a river, ro- it's a river rafting ride, and being that it takes place in the bayou of New Orleans. Why not? Right, you know, and they, and, they, and then the movie they had the going going down the bayou, you know, song and all. Yeah. That's that kind yeah, of fits will fit in and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just people just people want what they want. I yeah, mean, I get it. You know, I mean, it's, 
don't get this wrong, though. I mean, I, we, I think we'd be nice to have a tribute for uh, Chadwick Boseman, you know, especially Black Panther and all. I mean, cause how, how sure. well he did that character and all. But I don't think that's the place to do it. Like, I don't because like, yeah. how, like, how do you do it? Like, that's it's just going to be weird. I mean, it's it's like saying, OK, it's like, um, you know what? Here it is. It's like saying, hey, you're a fan of Marilyn Monroe. And, and, and at the end of a ride, you have to, you, your skirt gets blown up. <laughs> it, it's kind of like how is there any kind of a, memor- a memorial to a person like you make like like oh you know it's a shame he passed away and all that stuff but you know what Whee! <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't forget this you know don't forget to go exit to the left right into the, the gift shop no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a nice <laughs> tribute. We. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yes, yeah, lots of great actors. Uh, I really miss him. I'm gonna get myself a, a, a Wakanda plushie <laughs> to, com- to memorialize this sad. This sad moment in my life of losing such a great actor and hero and and an icon to a lot of kids now. I I'm so sorry we had to take you with a gun, son. I know, daughter. I know. I realize that you know your favorite character was Black Panther, and we lost him. And I'm really bad. But you know what'll make up for it? A lock room ride. Just <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Here, I got this 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 soft squishy tombstone. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you, how do you, how do you immortalize like that at the end of a ride that ends in a in a gift shop? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, get your commemorative photo as you're going down the log flume. <laughs> 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 like this somber music, and you know, like all of a sudden, woo. Smile for the camera. Splash. Oh, you know what? I had such a great day. And then the best ride, that that Chaswick Bozeman Memorial, that Black Panther ride was great. Man, I missed that guy. You know what? If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have got this cool tchotchke. <laughs> I wouldn't have got this Black Panther keychain. Like, I got this purple light-up necklace that says, you know, that has got Chaswick's, you know, birth date on it. <laughs> that just seems like really, really inappropriate. Yeah. I just like I get it. You want to immortalize him, you know? You, you think about him in your hearts and your mind. You pop the movie on. You you know you become you, you get engrossed in his life. And maybe if he if he gave to charities, give to those charities. The last thing you want to do is go on some goofy ass Disney ride to immortalize a person who passed away. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> 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 it's like hi I'm a fan of uh, the Hannibal Lecter series so let's go to a butcher shop <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm a real fan of Ed Gein so I'm going to make a suit shop <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> it's horrible it's just inappropriate and the last thing you want is like yeah, we're gonna go to Disney World, pay a thousand dollars just to walk in the building to get there, get a nice hotel, and just so you can go on a, you know what, maybe three minute ride. <laughs> 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 the, the, 
you spend and the whole time you know it, it's Disney so you're gonna have this really long like hour and a half two hour wait to get on this ride and it's gonna be nothing but somber like oh you know it's gonna be all of the, you're gonna walk down memory lane of all the stuff that he did for Black Panther and what kind of a cool character person was and you might even tear up and then it's like oh well it's a good thing you're going on a water ride so we can cover those tears with Splash Mountain like <laughs> just <laughs> Uh, here at Disney have no soul. The <laughs> mouse is just going, just line them up and splash them down. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> <laughs> we lost a great one. Don't forget to enter out to the left. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stuff, kids. <laughs> it's okay. Put a smile on your face. We'll have a nice plushie for you at the end. <laughs> Remember who your buddy is. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Now please exit to the left. <laughs> it's just no, I just can't. I just can't. It's stick it to stick it to Princess and the Frog. I mean, <laughs> just, uh, unbelievable. People are just crazy. At the end of the ride, right before you go down the mountain, there's a whole bunch of fucking Avengers lined up with their heads down. Worses, they 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 superimpose a a Black Panther in the picture as, as you go. Oh my god! As you go down the hill, your arms up. You just see superimposed is Chadwick Boseman with his arms crossed in the Wakanda Forever pose. Just superimposed. <laughs> Oh, just, just Wakanda forever. Don't. It's <laughs> just, just horrible. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, why? Why is this log flume shaped as a certain coffin? <laughs> like, it's just it's horrible. <laughs> Whoosh! Woo! Yeah. Uh, people are people stink. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't think about it. I think you and I are the only ones that actually thought this this process out. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I'm going to sign that." There's what I said, three thousand names of a bunch of people who didn't realize. Wait, how are they going to do this? Like, is this just going to be the moment among all this fun and frolicness and all these all like, "Hey, look, there's Goofy walking on by on his way over there. There's Pluto." But first, let's go. Let, let's go to a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we're probably we're probably the only ones who went. Hey, wait a second, something ain't right. <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, I mean, I know Disney's pretty ballsy, and you know, they'll 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 do something, but this one just doesn't seem right. Nah, nah. Like, I just feel like you know, like at the end of that ride, yeah. All right, here's your commemorative Wakanda cup. <laughs> oh, <No>, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just, it's just uh, just at the end. Remember, get your colons checked. Like, I just, <laughs> you didn't do that. Damn. <laughs> That's what the whole ride is. <laughs> You're going through a colon. <laughs> You're going for a colonoscopy. I mean, why not? They, they, they flush out. 
it's like the Fantastic Voyage, you know, where you get shrunk down, and you go through the, the whole parts of the body. Do that one, you know. <laughs> I don't think we should. <laughs> I think this is where we should end it. Uh, wee! <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's the show, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. If you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And, of course, if you want to contact Ed... On anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Whoa, whoa.